0: So we have a write-in from Joe Giroux, friend of the podcast, as he was on the Miles Morales review that we did. He writes in, Hello, my fellow capital Gs. After listening to the most recent pod, I just want to give my two cents. Interesting, Joe, I don't seem to remember inviting you onto the podcast. But anyways, he said, You guys beat up on the DM way too much. The DM referring to Peter, of course. Personally, I agree with his takes in that the Game of War, the Game Awards as is, is perfectly fine. You get the headliners mixed with the absolute best of the best indie game thrown into the mix. Have have there been duds here and there? Yeah. But if anything, that's indicative of that specific year in gaming. In all, just leave Peter alone, because he is the most right, in my opinion, on that specific topic. Thanks for everything you guys do. Hashtag stop playing Warzone. Hashtag keep playing Unite. Love the real number one PNY fan. Wow. Coming at our, our former right end. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Good. We're we going to have a fan war going on here. Well,
2: thank you, Joe, for writing in to our show and for being a, a weekly viewer. We appreciate your support. And I would just like to take this moment to feel vindicated, in my opinion. I knew I was right. And I will happily accept your guys' apologies whenever you feel like sending them. I Mark, have all the time in the world.
3: I sent mine in the mail. Not Mark, actually, you'll do you, get it do you think we're bullies?
1: Were we too hard on the DM? I think we were confused. I think, uh, I think we lost. We were, we were all lost at a certain point in the last episode. We've never had a three-hour episode before. I didn't realize we were at three hours last. I week. think, and we, we were getting close to that three-hour point. So, like, I, I think, uh, I think we just were all a, little a three-hour off hour at episode that point. could be
0: good but i i really do think last episode is an example of like a 3 hour episode that should have been like an hour 45 which mm,
2: <laughs> it's like we, we got of, we got out of hand we kind of lost it it's not a good
0: self review of us but i think my ultimate opinion on joe's opinion here is that he can he can cozy up right next to peter as they're they're just pigs in a pen Eating out of a trough. That trough being the game awards. <laughs>
2: You're doubling down, huh? You're doubling down. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Maybe maybe I was too hard on on the game awards fans by calling them pigs that eat shit out of troughs. <laughs> yeah,
3: maybe too. Oh no, Ridge Ridge?
0: I think it's funny. Um Mark, I heard from a little birdie that you
1: had a question for me. Mm-hmm. So, we all—if we remember a couple of weeks ago—I said I was going to get really into the the one reality show on Netflix, *Sexy Beast*. Oh
0: yes. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: I have not watched it, but instead watched a different what? reality show that is exclusive to HBO Max right now. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I at all. think I know what you're talking about. What did ha- What happened to *Beast Boy*? Be F- be
0: I have not seen it though.
1: Yeah, my roommate and I we binged the whole show, and it was it was a ride—some highs and some lows. Uh, but to to people who don't know Peter, yourself included, it's a reality show where think of like Love Island, right? Which is a bunch of bachelors and they're there to find the love and get to, get to know someone. And the the twist on this show on FBoy Island it is there are twenty four guys, and there are three girls, but half of the guys on the island are self-proclaimed F-boys, which, like, whatever their history is, they just they just fuck around. And the girls are trying to find love, too, but they have to figure out who they can and cannot trust. It is The Bachelor meets Among Us for a good chunk of the show, because you as the viewer, also, you don't know until they get voted off who they are. So you're just trying to be like, ah, oh, do I trust that person? Do I trust this guy? This guy seems kind of nice. Oh, shit, no. Couldn't have trusted them. They're actually a really terrible person, and... There's also money on the line, too, at the end of the show. So it's just like, are people here for love? Are they here for the money? Do I like these people? Do I actually know who these people are? A lot of drama. There's a lot to like. Wow. A lot to not like, though.
0: You're kind of selling me on this. As we all know, I'm mm-hmm. a noted reality TV fan. Listen to Podcast DeVito, Big Brother Podcast. Um, I think I might have to check out FBoy Island. I, I like a good, like trashy reality tv show now and then
1: mm-hmm. it is a hundred percent trashy there's a lot of characters i say characters because i'm just like who are you people uh yeah I, i'd be curious to hear someone else's take on that we we had we were screaming on the couch the whole time watching the show yelling at people or laughing so and it was a good time happening. though but the drama was still real it was a good time not even just like in an ironic sense like we're laughing at and with the show as we're watching through it wow. to the end very corny at times, but also I can't. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say authentic, even. I, I don't even want to get into that. Ter- well, every once in a while, people, there's but, like
0: yeah. a heartfelt moment or something that like legitimately works. Is that what you're uh, mm-hmm. implying?
1: Sort of, but maybe not. And I don't think when I feel that way with this show, I don't know if it's when the show wants me to feel that way. Like not when the spotlight is really shining. Ever, there's definitely one instance where my heart just sank, and I feel. I feel anyone who watches that show would feel the same way. We all know what moment it is. One very big interesting. Moment. Interesting. interesting. You're making me want to watch it,
0: Peter. I don't think you'll be watching it.
2: No, I don't care for reality TV, but I hope you enjoy it.
0: What did
1: you think, though?
2: I think it sounds really interesting, and I like that. It sounds like it's above the usual reality TV trash of two people have to pretend to be in love and then they win money for some fucking reason. So, on paper, you know, more power to it. It's going against the grain, but I'm not going to watch it.
0: Well, yeah. we not don't sure. require you watch anything here because we talk about games on the BNY Games Podcast. I'm your host, Owen Shannon. Joining me is the DM, Peter Gorski. How are you?
2: I am doing great.
0: And on the other side of this land we refer to as the United States, we have our local F-boy, Mark Gorski. How are you?
1: I'm actually a nice guy. I forgot to mention, the other 12 people are self-proclaimed nice guys. So, you know, it's either you're an F-boy or a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I don't know. If 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 those are the two
0: options they give you, I want to be neither. You never want to be, like, the guy that is telling girls like, "Oh, I'm a nice guy," like that—that that never comes off well because mm-hmm. it typically means that you're not.
2: Yeah, yeah you like... shouldn't have to tell someone you're nice for them to figure out of whether or not you're nice. Either you're a prick or you're actually nice, and so you don't have to fucking say it.
1: Yeah, there's there's people who are nice, and then there's the patented quotation mark nice guy that everybody has an idea of who they're like. And there's there's some of those guys, but to to bring us back, I am I'm doing okay. That's going okay.
0: Well, Mark, I'm especially interested in what have
1: you been playing lately. Yes, you specifically. specifically. Okay, I've got a couple things to talk about. It's it's been a couple weeks huh, since we've last talked about, but I've got I've got three things I want to talk about. First one being, uh, over the past weekend, I dove into and st- I started and finished uh, Metroid Zero mission. If you guys are familiar that with one, that one, that's a remake of Damn. which one? It's a remake okay. of the very first one. It's on the Game Boy Advance, uh, but I played it on the Wii U because the Wii U a Virtual Console you can play almost every Metroid game there. Like there's like one or two Metroid games that are not available on that platform, but it, it's it's literally just a Metroid machine. The Wii U it'll always it always will be because some of them are so hard to play at this point. But. Uh, I uh, don't have too much experience with Metroidvanias in general. Like, I've played a couple. Uh, I think the one, the Metroidvania I like the most is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And Metroid and Castlevania definitely kind of go into very different directions of what they're trying to... Like, they're, they're both the same idea of, like, there's a large map. You're going to do a lot of backtracking to get the items you need to progress moving forward. But... Uh, the, the abilities I think you get in Castlevania are a little bit more dynamic and be more action based and I think I still even after playing this Metroid I've played another Metroid uh, 2D game I played Samus Returns in the 3DS which it's hard to say which 2D Metroid CMS I like Returns, the Returns
0: where, where is that in but, the timeline
1: um oh well, the Metroid timeline is tricky okay then you I, I, I more mean involved. like what
0: is considered one, two, three, and 4
1: Okay, so Metroid 1 is Zero Mission, which is also the first okay. Metroid on the NES. Won't... I'm
0: already
2: off to a great start with this fucking naming convention.
1: Then you have Metroid 2, Samus Returns, which was also an NES game, was remade on the 3DS so, a couple years ago. Okay,
0: so Samus Returns, that's Metroid 2. But, oh. Yes. Isn't that also. Is that not Super Metroid?
1: Super Metroid is the third 2D Metroid on the Super Nintendo. And then there was Metroid Fusion, which is on the Game Boy Advance. And then we're getting Metroid Dread now, which is the fifth 2D Metroid. Almost like a 20 year gap between 2D Metroids after Fusion just kind of dropped off because I think Prime was kind of going well. And then they tried Other M on the Wii, which I don't think a lot of people have great things to say about that game. Another Metroid game I've played. I did play Other M. but to get back to Zero Mission, uh, I, I did kind of like it. I've not. I, I, I know my roommate, it's one of his favorite games of all time, this Metroid specifically. And I've started Super Metroid in the past. I've played and finished Samus Returns. But the thing that kind of pulls me out of Metroid games is I feel like the world and the enemies just aren't that interesting. It's just like you're on space planet. There's lava on this one, maybe, and then there's just bug enemies that there's, like, journals of lore. Like, you can kind of, in, in at least the Prime games, you get to scan a whole bunch of stuff, and you can learn a lot about it, which is cool that it's there. There's a lot to pick off of it, but, like, it's not it's not the most interesting. I'd rather, like, to compare it to Castlevania again, Symphony of the Night has some, like, really kind of cool, like, art style for a bunch of different kind of... Fantasy or mythical creatures like they might have a really cool-looking mummy. That's like this giant thing Who knows what the hell is going to do it could kill you in two hits you have to go backtrack somewhere else to get something Maybe to get strong enough to fight it whereas Metroid. It's just You need the super missile to get through this door. You might not get this till 80% of your playthrough through the game uh, Come back later and I, I I think that is kind of fun, but I don't know. i I think I would have I would I appreciate the
0: simplicity of that. i I wouldn't necessarily like the ambiguity of backtrack until maybe just maybe you find something right. I would at least know that like I have a goal mm-hmm. in mind.
1: yeah, uh this this remake had a lot of quality of life improvements. giving you a bit of direction is one of them where in the first one you would have no fucking clue where you needed to go at all times it's an nes game so like very very early on uh but now there's like statues in the game like after you kind of get a substantial upgrade there's a statue usually close by that kind of points you in the right direction which is very very nice i think one of my biggest takeaways was like realizing this was a game from 1986 uh and sure there's so many quality of life improvements but actually like The grand scale of this map the game in 1986 i think it's 1986 when this game came out if not seven or eight but like a lot of nes games kind of came with maps that you would have to draw yourself because like we we all understand what metroidvanias kind of are but like and we all understand how integral like a map is to kind of keep track of where everything is on the nes it just isn't there but the map is still the same size and like keeping track of everything of where you've been and all that just sounds so crazy but uh It it sounds like at 19 at the time for Metroid one, that was probably one of the coolest things. Yeah, uh, I confirmed it for
0: you. It is 1986, which is unbelievable. And I have one question. You keep comparing it to Symphony Mm -hmm. of the Night, which I just know to be like, that is the best Castlevania, like widely accepted. Anyway, I'm sure there are plenty of Mm -hmm. other opinions within the Castlevania crowd is there a widely accepted metroid game like that
1: super metroid is the metroid yeah, game people talking about. Super
0: metroid
2: like not
1: just uh not just in the metroid scene but like in the greater speed running community super metroid is like one of the faces of that because something about these games that's super big is sequence breaking where you can use earlier power-ups to get to places you're not supposed to get to get items later on I know randomizers started really big in Metroid uh, where, like, all of the power-ups are actually, like, randomized. And even even that, like, the, you can still finish the game if you just can just change the, the location of all the items you need. Which is, I think it's a really cool way to interact with a game you've played a bunch of times. I know there's a lot of Zelda games out there. Like, even Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, it's like, all the chests in the game have been randomized. But you can still beat the game. Uh, because if you, if you know where to go... You Can find a way, even if like the boss key to a dungeon, like the final dungeon is like somewhere in like the, one of the first towns. It's like, oh, cool. I it's just about playing a game, uh, that's playing a game you've played before, and a completely, yeah, no, that's direction. totally cool. But, um, yeah, but I think that's all I really have to say what about what else you got. There. Uh, Bloodborne. I'm playing Bloodborne for the third time with a couple of friends. I've played it a couple of like times. Like, completed it? Oh, yeah. I've completed it twice. Peter, did you know this? I will...
3: I okay, okay. That
1: Really? Mark, we're sniffing
0: out your bullshit. Because, one, we've talked about Bloodborne plenty of times on this podcast, and there's just no way you've ever said that you've beaten it. And, two... Yep. I and did two, did. <laughs> we brought up for last game club a possibility of doing Shadow of the Colossus, and me and Peter swear that you told us you've played that game before. And then we found out oh off air that uh I guess you didn't. You didn't play it.
1: I maybe I've done like a boss fight. Like a friend in college handed me a controller once and I tried a boss out. That's as far as I've gone with Shadow of the Colossus, but Bloodborne, I, I played it once in college, played it once again, shortly after college. I've, I've only done it cooperatively, not solo, which is a very different experience, much easier with someone else. Okay. Out.
0: Well, tell us about this game that you've never played before.
1: Um, I like Bloodborne. The, the fun thing I want to talk about, uh, is that we're playing with a very specific set of rule sets. Bloodborne, not an easy game. And the way we're playing it is that if any of us, there's three of us total. And if any of us dies, someone has to, whoever dies has to remove a piece of armor as they keep playing through the game. Uh, The only way to put armor back on is for when the party beats a boss. So there's high incentive to always not die, like higher than before. It's just, it's an interesting way to play the third time. We also kind of have, like, very unique character builds where, like, I'm I'm only using shooting weapons, and my character's name is uh, Shooty Rudy, because <laughs> you can name your characters. Uh, My one friend is using, like, this big knife weapon. His name is Stabby Abby. It's it's usually how we play World, uh, Bloodborne. Last character, there's, like, a pizza cutter kind of saw weapon. My guy's name wow. was Shirley Whirly. Or Whirly Shirley. It's the name that of the, the game. That is, this is how we play the game and uh it's it's interesting how many different kind of weapon types are in this game and they're all kind of viable in a sense some are clearly better than others of course uh we've even been invaded a couple of times which people can come into your game when you're playing multiplayer and try to kill everybody and lo and behold we we got invaded by the same guy like twice in a row three times i think even and we lost it was three v one. This guy still took us down. I think the Did game was. Did this guy? I'm pretty sure. Make it not so that you guy guys are
0: just like naked now. You're not wearing anything.
1: Uh yeah. We had the rule set like if, uh what if we all die to or er, if we all die to an invader, we have to take. Off I don't two know, weeks, so. Mark. You're you're living up
0: to the f boy name, seeing as you're playing strip bloodborne now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> well, well... You know we're just making things more interesting you know
0: no, that that sounds like a very fun idea there's,
1: Actually, there's a, there's a risk there's a risk there uh but with bloodborne i i like bloodborne a lot i i feel like i'd like it even more if i played it solo because i think some of the fun parts of that game is just how uh non-linear in a sense the game really is and exploring the world to find your way forward and finding so many optional bosses or very kind of cryptic side quests that are kind of in the game the things you wouldn't realize are actually a side quest until you're doing them or you've done them to get some really cool from items my
0: cool one weapons. level experience in bloodborne um i definitely did notice that because i figured out what was like the main path but I also knew of, within the first area, just, like, three different directions that I could have gone, and honestly, back when I played this, I was, I might have been end of high school, early college, um, I was, like, a little too scared to, like, venture off to these other areas.
1: But you're risking so much, also, like, your XP is always on the line, and you have to go back. If you don't remember how to get back there, then you're shit out of luck at that point like there's it's i don't, I don't know if you found it was a scary game either because i know it's kind of spookier in a sense than say other uh, i definitely did
0: back when i was originally playing it i'm hoping to uh to try it again soon ish i'm not i'm not guaranteeing that it happens very soon but it's definitely on my radar um mm-hmm. but i definitely thought it was scary
1: back then I I don't really get scared by it. I, I not those horror horror games really don't even spook me very much. I only in VR Fair is enough. where I get spooked uh by games at this point, which is to some people I don't think a lot of people would touch VR horror games with a ten foot pole, but that's where I'm at. Um but I think that's all I got to say about Bloodborne 2. Game I've played before, playing it with friends with a new twist. It'll be fun. The last thing I want to talk about, little minor thing. Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh just had a special banner go live where every year uh the fan base the players of the game can vote in four characters that will appear in the game later in august usually the 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 poll happens in january this is the fifth year of the game and back in january uh the fans rallied to the point where the number one character they wanted to see in the game was the gatekeeper from fire emblem three houses oh and you've played have you played have Fire three houses at all Oh, damn. Byron, uh, the gatekeeper uh, to to spell this out, he's essentially just the game's biggest meme, is what it is. Because he's a hub world where every month in three houses, you're a, you're a teacher in the game, constantly running around the school talking to students. There's this one harmless, kind NPC. Happiest guy in the world. And he, he's always there. Whenever you talk to him, he says, greetings, professor. Nothing to report. And the community just loves this guy. And now when he's in the game, not like when you pull for a unit in this game it's the character comes from their world and they're fighting for you that's kind of like the lore reason behind it but the gatekeeper when he shows up he brings the gate with him too it's in his portrait and everything and whenever he attacks he blows his horn the gates open and just a bunch of characters come out it's it's such a treat i think it's just a lot of cool fan service here in this uh in this kind of this banner that people voted for and the the cherry on top is that a lot of Fire Emblem elitists were not happy because they were mad that one of their slots went to a meme pick in their mind. And everyone wins, actually. Everyone
2: Who the actually fuck did here. they want, though? Who did they want? Another blue-haired swordsman? As... Yeah, it was Crown. They yeah, really of course see... We really needed that. I, for reference, I also, I used to play Fire Emblem Heroes religiously, but... There was a certain point in the game where the meta just became heavy units were the only valuable units. They were the best of the best by far, and I just did not find that fun in any way. And I realized how much money and time I was wasting to this game, so I freed myself from those chains. And I haven't played Heroes in I think three years, possibly, probably. And hearing stuff like Gatekeeper becoming one of the car- like one of the characters picked. Kind of makes me want to go back just for a you know a little peek in the door, see how everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit's just so fucking funny to me, and really, it feels like a celebration of the community, as opposed to "we want another blue-haired swordsman because you don't have enough of those already." I like Crom when he was announced for Smash. I was happy, and he Matthew Mercer voices him. I love Matthew Mercer, but fucking Gatekeeper's such a better pick. Be inventive. Be unique. Mm-hmm. Be creative. Be fun. Don't just keep...
1: go against yeah. the grain. There, there are seven different crom units in the game. Also, already not a single hate. Yeah. Oh we didn't need another seven. Chrom. And it's how many Marth's
2: are there? How many Ike's are there? How many Lucinas are there? How many Sheriffs are there? There are already there? seven Shit.
0: Chroms. <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Chrom-com is a very popular character. Marth finally got his uh, year voted in. Five years. The face. Of the series finally got voted in, which is he's just like really he's not
2: popular. So is, many other Fire Emblem characters. Not,
1: not really. Like I would never tell. I've not played any of Marth's Fire Emblem games, nor do I really want to ever go to play his games unless I'm really dying to. Mark, who is
2: the most popular Fire Emblem character in your opinion.
1: I'm afraid to answer that question because I don't think either of us will be satisfied.
2: Go ahead. No, I've already got I, my answer. Go ahead and say it. You go I, first. Uh, I
1: want. I want to say Lucina is probably. A I would also
2: say Lucina. I was gonna be, say Lucina.
1: Within the community, the answer might be different. I I think Camilla is up there as well. From and I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I think I think it really exists in that realm of uh, hot. I think from a characters. general
0: uh, general public perspective, as general as we can make it anyway, I think the answer has to be Marth. I mean, Marth just has more Super Smash Brothers games under his belt, and I think that alone. Uh, makes him more popular like for just from a name recognition standpoint
1: mm-hmm. like to me uh when marth is in smash brothers he's not a fire emblem character he is a smash brothers character the same way that captain falcon is a smash brothers character he is not an f-zero character he's just a smash bros character at this point just because uh so many people i feel like are so disconnected from the source material fire emblem fans are out there. Like, there's this many Fire Emblem characters, I think, for a reason, in Smash Brothers, Marth just kind of... Marth being, like, a prominent character in, like, the Melee meta, like... I I feel... just because he's also been in Smash for so much longer, and when he was in Smash, uh, no one knew what Fire Emblem was at the time, so he's kind of more tied to that than, say, the Fire Emblem fandom, but he's... he's the original one, uh, for sure there. Peter, I wanted to tell you that now would be the good time to try out for that spin for Fire Emblem Heroes because you can pull Gatekeeper for free right now and just—oh boy! Yeah, because that's how they do choose your legends. You can you get one of the four units for free. Oh God, you'll get all of them uh, every single year because they have one, and that any new player will get to pick from each of them. Also, so you you'll get a free character from each of the past years. One of them, Makaya, was one of them. Peter, she destroys armored units. So thing. Well-
2: We'll see how I'm feeling. We'll see how I'm feeling. I'm currently playing through a Three Houses playthrough right now. I'll we'll talk about that more in my week, but so I'm already in the fire mood, But I won't.
0: I won't. You know, Mark, do you have anything, anything else right for okay. this week here?
3: Nope.
0: All right, then That's Peter, take American it away. Up. Talk about Three Houses.
2: Actually, Owen, do you mind going first before me? Because our weeks are intertwined, and I would like for you to go first. Our so weeks I can are intertwined.
0: Of what?
2: okay well
0: my week is all over the place i should i should make a formal announcement here i have secured a ps5 not only did i secure it i was supposed to pick it up i was supposed to pick it up the day after this recording but i got it today so the first thing i'll talk about is i played two worlds of astro's playroom and that game is just really good i'm it's like a yeah. visual it's a yeah, visual it feast just booting up that game the amount of like graphics they take you through and your controller going crazy and stuff i know it's all gimmicky but like i totally eat it up and i i think i said it once on the podcast before but it was based only on having tried a world on your ps5 peter i was yeah a little disappointed initially with the movement options, just because like when I look at my favorite platformers, like a uh, super Mario odyssey, it's like you have so many movement options and you can do so much more because of it. And it's not like Astro is crazy in this respect or anything, but the credit I'll give it is that each level has like a, a controller based movement gimmick. And all of them are, like, really fun to do. Um, mm-hmm. So. I actually
2: went back two weeks ago and, col- and oh, got nice. all the collectibles in the game. Because I was thinking about it so much. And whenever I'm in a PlayStation mood, it's like, sometimes I'll be in a Nintendo mood, and an Xbox mood. Sometimes, admittedly, when I'm in a PlayStation mood, I will just boot up Astro's Playroom and... And go into that center with all of the PlayStation collectibles while the music's playing. You can just see the history, and I just sit in there for like ten minutes, and I just enjoy my love of PlayStation before I go and play something.
0: So I, I like think that's that reasonable because the little like PlayStation Labo area that they have is. It's just yeah.
2: serotonin. It's just bliss. You go in there, and it's like, oh, hello, how you doing? It's, it's very
0: it cool, so and I love how the main way to interact with the consoles you collect is, like, you either just punch them, or if you're looking at them in, like, the, uh, the view that kind of singles them out, the only interaction is, like, opening and closing the disc tray, and for some reason, that just, like, really satisfies me. I'm very happy with it. It's so fucking satisfying. Um, but, yeah, I, Today I went through the painstaking process of getting the PS5 <laughs> started up, which I never even got the transfer thing to work because Wi-Fi is really bad in my room. So I couldn't get these two consoles to like connect and actually notice each other, and I tried doing the do it wired and that didn't work. What I ultimately ended up doing is I was able to upload all of my save data um To my PlayStation Plus, and I just downloaded it on my PS5, and I'm thinking, like, I don't think I need anything else for my PS4, I don't really have that much, like, tied into it, I have my accounts and my saves, what else do I really need? But, anyways, um, once I got all of that figured out, figured out how to make the vertical stand, I uh played a decent amount of Astros Playroom and I'm probably gonna beat it like tomorrow and I think I might do what you did, Peter, and I might uh actually go for all of the collectibles because I'm not buying a game for this until Deathloop just from a smart financial decision point of view. I have other things like from the PS Plus collection and other um just PlayStation games I own. Like I forgot I redeemed Bug snacks. When it was free on PS Plus. So I have Bugsnax.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll be shit. playing
0: that quite soon. But very exciting news, getting that finally. Um, next thing I've been playing, I've still been playing quite a bit of Halo. Because I'm in a big Halo mood. Um, and I only bring this up to plug my new video that I just put out. And it's going through my journey in free-for-alls. It's all edited down. It's not like you're watching me play, like, 10 games straight or anything. I, I tried to make it a more personality-driven video, which also means that it's getting no views. So, please, check it out. Um, I have also been playing for the BNY Game Club, Return of the Obra Dinn. Um we haven't had much discussions amongst ourselves as to when we want to do this, but I know we've been saying that the soft deadline is next week. I don't know at what point you guys are at, but, um, I'm about three hours in. I really don't know how long it's going to take me. Uh, so maybe we get to this discussion next week. Maybe it's the week after I will say about the game. When I was starting it up, I had the feeling like, I really don't want to do this. Like, just not the type of game I was in the mood for at all. But getting into the story more and understanding what the actual gameplay of it is, I'll at least say that I'm invested I don't know to what extent. I kind of need to see it out before I have any sort of fully formed opinion. But
2: as a reminder, Obertin is your pick.
0: But I mean, yeah, just, just just because I pick something doesn't doesn't mean like I'm automatically going to like it.
2: Well, it's not a matter of liking it; it's a matter of I know,
0: to I know. Uh, the games I've been in the mood for, but also feel like I don't have the time for, include. Uh Returnal, Doom Eternal, More Halo, and just like fast-paced shooters. That's pretty much what I've been wanting to play. And Oberdin is the opposite of that. Uh, but I do think the story is very intriguing. Um and I really don't know where things are going yet. And I actually enjoy the gameplay of like trying to identify the people, despite the fact that I think I'm pretty bad at it. I, I really don't know uh, if my pace is good when it comes to like getting correct answers. Um, and that's another thing we should cover here real quick. Uh, I want all of us here to give it a good try without walkthroughs, but I think all of us at a certain point are going to need them. I just want want us to be able to say that that we've tried. Unless uh, Peter, I I, I don't okay. know what noise you just made there. That's a hard okay. commitment
2: for me. And walkthroughs, I
0: that this is this is why I'm saying it. Like throughout this game, you're filling up this book just based on like the memories you go through, and I'm finding that no matter what I'm doing, like. Even if I'm not identifying anyone, I'm still getting all of these events happening and I'm filling up this book. If by the time I'm like three quarters of the way through the book and I'm really not getting any names, that's when I'm going to resort to the walkthrough. Um, you guys don't have to follow my lead Exactly but that's what I'm considering like a good try. Cause I still feel like I'm early on. So it might be okay that I'm not identifying all these names and all these causes of death. But, um, I just, I, I acknowledge that this is a game that's going to need a walkthrough. I just want to make sure we all have the honest experience with it first. And then we get to the point where it's like, okay, we need to actually know what happens here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But what but you're saying we do yes. finish the game, right? Finish the game. Um Of course, of course. We would never we would never not load
2: out the game. your I, ass. I
1: it would was even one say one
0: time uh so we're all on the same page by the time we do the episode whether it be next week or the week after um we should make sure to have the true ending, which I believe is just getting everything correct. Um so mm-hmm. even if you're really struggling before the episode Look up the walkthrough, try and get the true ending, and then we can have the full discussion.
1: Next game. Oh. Peter, did you start it at all? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to care. I just want to know where Peter was at with it. If he started, because I have not.
2: I'm two hours Okay. Late. You okay.
1: haven't started? I start, I'm start. i starting tonight. Tonight uh, is the day right. I go into it.
0: Next game. I have been playing the Split Gate beta. Um... The beta recently mm-hmm. came to consoles, so it's kind of been taking off again. I guess this game came out in, like, 2019. Um, Halo meets Portal. And as far as opinions to have on it, it's, like, it's cool. Like, it's not a bad time. I, I've i enjoyed the games that I've played of it. Um, I think uh, some people are overstating how much it feels like Halo. I would not go that far. But um, I've also found that the early levels in the game, rumor has it, you're playing with bots until about level ten. The first games that I've played of it, I was going like insane, crazy, like twenty five and three, like these these numbers I'm putting up that like I'm not putting up in any other shooting game. Um, so I was thrown off by that, but I did put out the question on Twitter and people did tell me like that it's believed to have bots until you're level 10, but I'm not even sure if that's confirmed. Um, the portal aspect of it. I don't know if I have my fully formed opinion on this yet. Maybe it's just based on skill, but I do worry that they come off as more of a gimmick than anything that is integral to the, To the multiplayer experience. Um, Maybe I'm just not good at them. Maybe the people I'm playing against. Just aren't good with them. But. I would like to see. Maybe even some clips. Of some people doing some creative stuff with them. And then maybe I could. Change my opinion on that but. Overall. I think Splitgate is. Good. It's not going to blow you away. Might even hold you over until like. Halo Infinite if that's the next multiplayer shooter you're waiting for it's definitely like a game you can have fun with um i'm not gonna Mm. say it's anything crazy
1: though i think Owen you might uh, get something out of this if you go on tiktok and look up split Kate, you'll see some crazy ass portal plays there's there's some people who are really making the most of that portal mechanic and watching their clips that's what makes me want to try that game out i've there's a there was a couple weeks ago and I said there was one more game I wanted to talk about that I couldn't remember and I was going to ask you guys if you had heard of Splitgate at all. That's what I wanted to talk about because this game seems like it could be a lot of fun and I know we all kind of like Halo, but if it doesn't feel as much like Halo, it's a bit of a bummer, but it, I feel like the portal You can has tell it's Halo
0: least. adjacent. It's Halo influenced of course. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just a lot of people are saying like, "Wow, this really feels like Halo," and it's like, "No, it doesn't." But it feels it feels pretty good overall. Um, mm-hmm. I think the main reason I say that is because portals pretty much entirely replace grenades. There are no grenades in this game, and I I, I, I don't know how you could say a oh. game feels like Halo without without That's there so being grenades. Weird. Like that doesn't make sense. But uh. Last minute edition that I reserve the right to go back on later in the year if I feel the need to. And it's not entirely based on the conversation last episode, but I think I'm officially just going to put down Dust Door. And I think it's because I. Mark, you saying that you just know you're not a fan of the 2D top down Zelda. I think that inspired me to admit, like, I don't think I'm a fan either. I've tried to play these games before, and I'm always, like, easily impressed from the jump, and then I fall off hard. And I fell off of this game hard, and I kind of have no desire to go back. Maybe once we get to, like, game of the year time, and it starts coming up in conversations maybe i'll go back and continue my playthrough but this game is a classic made a really good impression on me at the beginning and we all know my issue with it we don't have to rehash that argument but i don't have a desire to do these puzzles and uh do all the different like traversal things that will take me to the boss i kind of wish that it was a game more about boss battles than it was about exploring um, and it's just not. So it's a me problem. This one I'll acknowledge. It's a me problem. But I'm going to put down Death's Door for an extended period of time, at the very
1: least. If I could ask you one question about it, though. I don't think this is something we talked about before. Because if you're making the announcement here, it's too much like top-down Zelda, and I don't like that. What do you think... Because uh, you've played Ocarina of Time, and you like that. Is that the only 3D Zelda you've played? Uh, only non-Breath of the Wild 3D Zelda. Fair. That's fair. Oh, like What about Ocarina of Time did you like? like with its puzzles uh, that you don't think clicked for you in Death Star? Ocarina
0: like? of Time is a tough one for me to analyze, because I played it at a time in my life where I was heavily reliant on walkthroughs. Which... I think it's just a bad way to play a game like that. Um, And also, I played it when I was quite young. I was probably 14 or 15 at the time that I played it. So I'm not even positive if I can say, like, oh, I like Ocarina of Time. Like, I played it. I don't have any strong feelings about it. I That was also around the time that I started actively thinking, like, I just want to have beaten some of these games that people are talking about all the time. And then, Mark, you lent me Ocarina of Time 3D. I played through it over the course of like a few months or whatever. I ended up beating it. I remember enjoying it. And I don't have any real like analytical opinions as to why I may have enjoyed it or why it's one of the best games ever made. Because that, that opinion does not come organically to me.
1: Okay. Peter.
2: So the reason I had said that our weeks were intertwined is because, unbeknownst to you, I've also started playing Halo every day in preparation of making sure you're not better than me (laughs) once Halo Infinite comes around. (laughs) Once you started talking about the, all the free-for-alls in the chat, I saw I really had the come-to-Jesus moment of, if we get into Infinite and he's backhanding me, I will not be having a good time, and I want to enjoy Infinite. So I'm making sure that I'm getting the as much rust off as I can, playing a lot of Halo 3, a lot of Halo Reach, 4v4s, free-for-alls, I will never stop playing Invasion in Halo Reach, even if I don't win that much, just because what a fucking great mode. And the Halo Reach multiplayer beta is one of the most f- memorable experiences I've ever had with betas. Mark, you we played through that. Do you remember those those beautiful oh, weeks? Of course.
1: The Halo Reach beta was a, an immaculate experience, I want to say. Sword base, never forget. Exactly, exactly.
2: So, I have been playing Halo, and it is currently a sad experience, as the 13-year-old who was incredible at Halo 3 is long dead, and he's not coming back. And current-day Peter, he struggles! He struggles with the kids who were not around around the early, earlier days of Halo 3, And he definitely struggles the most against the hardened warriors who never left and have been here the entire time and how envious I find myself of those individuals and how much I wish I could be among their company. But alas, I'm on the outskirts. But that being said, I will not give up. I refuse to not be the best Halo person in our group or at the very least second best considering we're friends with another individual. So halo multiplayer at least once a day for can as i as, just as add plan. on
0: one thing uh, as a comment on the state of the master chief collection right now there was like a two week yeah. period or so where it was a clear infinite bump of like not people playing every day were in these lobbies and i was i was doing pretty good during those days and then like one week passed and all of a sudden, I start getting all the hardos in the games again, and I I fell quickly asking. down the leaderboards of each free-for-all I was playing.
2: What is the average amount of kills you
0: get? I don't know if I could give a definitive average. Like, for example, the video I just put out, um, my average in that video was probably, like, 13. Um. Mine's like Ooh, nine to ten.
2: I, yeah, I know. I know. I'm struggling a lot. I'm struggling a lot. That's why I'm making it part almost like a workout regimen of at least one to two hours of Halo every day. I will. I cannot tell you how much I will not be at the bottom of the barrel when we're playing Halo Infinite in November. I will not be worse. I won't. I won't be worse than you. That's why I haven't said anything until now, because I want to be able to. Show that I still have what it takes and that those days where we used to play for hours on end and I would beat you time after time after time are still as relevant today as they were all those years ago. We'll see. Other than Halo, I've also been basically stabbing myself in the face and ripping my eyes out and pulling my hair out, which... Sounds more fun than playing Pokemon Unite solo queue. I would rather do those things. But unfortunately, I'm a masochist. And I don't know what's good for me anymore. I continue to enjoy Pokemon Unite deep down. I do. If I didn't, I would not endure the punishment of playing it alone as much as I do. But holy fuck! I don't understand how anyone can solo queue in a MOBA and find genuine and consistent pleasure. And fun. I am convinced, I am determined. At least one season in Pokemon Unite, I want to get to Masters. And for those unaware, Owen, like yourself. In ranked mode, there are different tiers that you can reach. There's You start off at the bottom with Beginner. Beginner evolves into Great, which evolves into Expert, which then goes on to Veteran, which is where I am. That then goes into Ultra, and then finally, Masters. Masters, you're at the top. Cream of the crop, you worked your way up, you crawled on hot coals and broken glass, but you have earned your spot amongst the greats. And I have been stuck in Veteran for about a week now, probably a little over. And I'm going fucking insane. I will win a game or two, and it finally feels like I'm on the right path, and then I will just get my ass beat into the dirt, and I'll just be so flustered that I can't play anymore. And the following day, I will win a game or two, feel like I'm on the right path, and then history repeats itself. And I'm just in a constant influx A Veteran Class 1 and Veteran Class 2. I'm always one of those two levels. And I have been spoiled because we have... Mark, you and I, among some of our friends, we have played in teams of four or five in Pokemon Unite. And having a team you can constantly coordinate with and know what to expect from them is an immeasurably better experience than playing on your own. And I desperately want to get more matches in where I at least have three people on my team I can communicate with. And I know that's probably asking for a lot, but I will continue to ask for a lot because solo queue is hell. The Pokemon Unite's great, i can happy relate I'm playing
0: it. With the Rocket League solo queue, but I'm curious. Do you know what um, the real biggest BNY gaming fan, Joe Drew, what his rank is at by now?
2: Joe is, he was veteran along with me, but I'm pretty sure he fell. Yeah, he fell down the oh, expert class. That's 5. tough.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we both fell down the expert class five two days ago, but I was very pissed off about that and determined to get out. So I just kept playing until I got back into a reasonable place. So I am currently ranked higher than Joe. And
1: Mark, what are you? I am veteran class one right now welcome to the club thank you i made sure i was looking at you and joe's ranks i was like okay i want to be higher ranked than them and then one day i signed on and i went from great class two wow. to veteran rank one.
2: <laughs> Well, right <laughs> now i'm veteran rank two so you're gonna have to catch up
0: i like how there's been okay. these like secret rivalries going on in multiple games that yeah. none of us have known about
2: well, because uh, because once you, I mean, after tonight, we'll never be the same. But once you, when once you make it known, it becomes a two sided competition. Whereas the other one is just a one sided obsession. And a one sided obsession, you can get a lot more done in that work in that work environment.
1: I know with unite, I really appreciate that. Like, it has a rankings tab where you can look at so many of the stats of just your friends, or you can see what characters they've played the most, their win rate with each character. You can literally go through their individual matches and see how well they did in every single match. Who they played, did they win, what their score was, any medals they got. So it's real easy to just kind of like check up and be like, okay, what's the situation of friend X and friend Y? Uh, And I look at my own record and and I think to myself, it also tells you if your friend has recently viewed your profile, specifically who. I noticed Joe and uh Ooh. Peter had looked at mine. I was like, That's oh, a little too profile, linked in huh? for me. Mm-hmm. There's 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 no privacy in Pokemon Unite, be it from your friends or from the Chinese government. <laughs> Very
2: true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, they're saying the quiet part out loud now.
0: Um Peter, do you have anything else going on this week?
2: I don't believe do, do you want to give no, I do not any early thoughts mean... on Oberden? I'm actually not going to, because I want to try, and it's not me trying to, like, peer pressure either of you or throw shade. When it comes to game club games, I want to try to go in as raw and honest and unexpected as humanly possible to add to the conversation and review of our game. So I'm just going to keep it to myself.
1: What if I asked a question? Despite your feelings, what if I asked you a question? Would you answer it? depends on the question are your feelings right now leaning more towards a positive reaction or a negative reaction that question's a little too on the nose for <laughs> for
0: what he yeah. was just saying he did no. it want.
2: I, I thought it was gonna to be like said. what
0: do you think about no. the compass it's like that that's at least a little more specific what you're uh of his feelings yeah. on the game but that's too much of like that's I'm just rewording. Right. What do you think Fine. about the game, Peter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, despite everything you literally just said, what if you did it anyways? Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? No. Honestly, don't I don't even don't
0: want it. to hear about it because it's about time we talk about the top 10 most important handheld games of all time. Now, what does most important mean? We don't know. We're just going to play it by ear as to what we liked the most and what we hear other people ugh, that's a word
3: I <laughs> like
0: i I bit off more than I could chew with that word I realized halfway through I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this um but I think people understand what I'm trying to say um we're just going to wing it just like we did in all of our other top 10 lists. And we're going to argue to the death for the things that we care about, regardless of if it makes a mockery of our list, just like Assassin's Creed 2. We're going to do this the same way we did the other ones, where it's kind of rapid fire. We nominate games and I'm going to start with two nominations because I think these are the locks. And to me, there's only two, and I want to see if you guys disagree with me from the jump. As in, they'll be on the top ten. We don't know how high, but they'll be there. And that's gonna be Tetris, boring pick. I know, but it, it just it feels objective. And it's going to be Pokemon Red and Blue.
2: Just fucking.
0: And they have the two. I'm. I'm sure sure we all good. have it. Beginning. Well, yeah, of course. They uh, let's just get it out of the way. Those are the two. Now, I have my my iPad ready to write down everything that we list here. Peter, I want you to start with your first nomination.
2: I know it's not going to make it. I know it's not, but I'm starting it out with this out of the gate to show how much I love it, my appreciation for it. And how badly I want to see more of it, and that game is Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS. Oh, I is it the greatest of all time? Probably not. But again, like Owen said, we're not we're not scholars. We're not skimming through the history books trying to pinpoint the exact best handheld game because that's just not possible. But Kid Icarus Uprising, very unique game, unlike many others, especially in a handheld sense. So unique that it. Can easily damage your hands and wrists if you play too long with no breaks in between. Right now, Kadikar's Uprising is the first game I would like to throw out there.
1: Mark, your first game. I'm going with a very spicy pick for the first one. One that I think could, I think you, both you guys might shut me down immediately for, but I think there's a lot of historical importance here. And I think it is the only thing worth pulling from this console. And this is a special homage to PSP emulation. I'm nominating PSP emulation for the list because that what is the what fuck? the because that is what the PSP really was to a lot of people. Like, if we think of handheld gaming on the PlayStation side, sure, there's a lot of Japanese or JRPGs and Japanese titles that kind of came to the Vita that people call it for. But the PSP, people would just mod the shit out of it and just emulate everything, and it was just whatever emulators you could run on the PSP.
2: So, let's say this is a best car competition. You just nominated Ford. How does that work?
1: That's not true. I nominated nominated, uh, software that runs uh, various other games on the PSP.
2: Owen, what's your favorite game? (laughs) PlayStation. Uh,
0: I have a fun... um, not safe for work story about uh about psp probably not even modding just a random psp
2: PSP emulation. <laughs>
1: yeah i definitely have a similar story of someone oh, no
0: no i was probably talent? in like fourth or fifth grade so pretty young for this conversation to be happening but i went to a friend's house and he had a psp and he was just like yo you know what porn is <laughs> and i was just oh like uh God. yeah and he was like i have some on my psp do you want to watch it and i actually i turned him down but <laughs> that story has always stuck with me that was a time when uh i was a bit too young i was a bit too scared of stuff like that
2: <laughs> oh and you just triggered a memory in me that i will share with you after right. this
1: recording perfect you won't share it with me though
2: no, because it's really inappropriate for this
1: podcast. But I mean I mean what after the podcast is done, you're only I'm not prepared. gonna
2: wait for you to fucking leave and then go so Owen. Yes, I okay. will tell you as well.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: I numbers no, remember, but um my next nomination, I'm gonna nominate one that I do not feel strongly for at all because I didn't play it, but I've heard many people talk about it as a legendary Game Boy Advance game, I believe, if I have it correctly. And that would be WarioWare mm-hmm. Twisted. I don't know if any of you guys have any
3: okay.
0: uh history with WarioWare. It, to me, it's one of the ones of like, I'm just gonna get this listed so that it gets its acknowledgement that it probably deserves. And if you he...
2: Owen coming with a game that's fan base, he pissed all over mere weeks ago. Would you include it in the, in the category of metopia Of just, I'm sure there's a fan base and we no, are. Allowed no, to feel no, empathy for diracs,
1: them. no, no. Different directs. Different directs. Oh, okay. It is a different direct. Yeah, okay, that was E3, Peter. What the hell? Just saying. Peter, your next one.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to be a prick. <laughs> I, I, because. For reference, mobile games are included uh, in this,
0: right? Yes. Be- the main reason I say we include them is because I'm not... Uh, I don't think we ever plan on having a top 10 mobile games episode. I don't even think we could do it. No. Uh, that being said, if you okay. say, like, so Angry Birds and try and okay. argue, well, it's the most important, I'm just... I'm shutting you down. I'm letting you know.
2: <laughs> I'm going I, I don't give a fuck if it makes it a top ten, but just to be an asshole, I want it. Clash of Clans,
0: guys. I, I had a big Clash of Clans time my freshman year of high school. Uh,
2: yes, you did. It was you and many of other friends in our group. It's all you guys would fucking talk about, and everyone in my homeroom in my first few years of high school. It's all they would be fucking doing. Very prominent game in the mobile scene. One of the, one, I would say, one of the most popular over the years. I don't really care if it makes the top 10 i've never played clash of clans nor have i ever wanted to but if mobile games are included it's one of those where i think at least deserves the nomination i'm not saying it's good or great or even bad i'm not saying anything of quality just that it is an incredibly popular game from the mobile scene that i think with mark mentioning.
1: your next one Angry Birds, because it was a very integral mobile game for setting the foundation for most games that come after it. Okay, thank god. No, this is not real. I'm not actually picking Angry Birds. I'm going to pick Street Pass. Wow, oh my god, I love it. I Street Pass, like, I, I, as far removed as I this, as more time goes on from the 3DS, just kind of sitting in the history shelves. Of time, uh, I've come to realize this Street Pass might be one of my top 10 favorite games of all time uh, just because of the experience I had with it. And I think it was a very unique experience of uh, just having games uh, where you're pulling from people passing by you who also have their 3DSs on you, which time and place for everything, really. Like, that's just, you're not going to probably run into, mo- most people will not run into other people that often enough to to play the hell out of these games. But if you say went to a college where everyone had a 3DS on their hand during the time of Street Pass, you got to know people very quickly just because they were very helpful on uh, Street Pass um, on the daily. Uh, it it kind of set the scape of a virtual scape. And maybe, maybe like that's not going to, I don't think it's going to make the cut for this list whatsoever. But I'll put my foot down and say, like, hey, Street Pass uh, deserves being a part of this conversation for games on the go a game that heavily relies on other people going around with their games of okay, the playing. Okay,
0: that let's just have the debate right now of if it counts. Um and Peter, I might be stepping out of nomination. Are we calling Pokemon Go a handheld game?
2: Oh, well yeah, cuz that was my next one, All buddy.
0: Right, I'll put it on the list.
2: I mean, it's a mobile game. I just put fucking Clash of Clans on there and no one batted an eye, so I don't see why we can't Include Pokemon Go, especially because Pokemon Go is the closest we've ever come to world peace as a, as a race. And I can't ever see a mobile game creating that sort of collective feeling of positivity and togetherness
0: I don't know, Peter. and camaraderie. Did you go to ever again. a college where everyone played Street Pass?
1: Technically, <laughs> Actually, I did. Yes, you did. And you. you yes, and I you, did. I wanted to answer your question. Did you play Street Pass?
2: Of course not.
1: Well, that's the, your biggest fault. Yeah,
2: definitely. That's your biggest everything problem. Everything in my life, if I had just done that, some things would have gone differently, and everything would have changed.
1: changed. I think so. I really do. That's unfortunate, Peter. I'm sorry for All you. All right.
0: I'm going to do what everyone else is scared to do. I'm going to nominate the first Switch game. It's going to be Mario Odyssey.
1: Wait, hold on a second. Shouldn't Peter be going next? No, just no. Uh, I, I right, gave... I asked
0: the go. question about Pokemon Go. It's it's Peter's nomination. We'll get back to the right order after this. So I'm nominating okay. Mario Odyssey. Mark.
1: I'm nominating Breath of the Wild.
2: Wow, guys. Really exce- I mean, I can't say that. I just said Pokemon Go. Um, fuck
0: up. My problem is Is that my handheld eras were especially in a time of one, I was really young, and two, I've kind of been over it on the podcast before, but like while I had older brothers, they weren't as into games as I was. So I just had like no concept of like what a good game was. So a lot of the big handheld games when I was doing research for this, I just never got to play. And I'll try and do what I can to talk about them to some extent, uh, throughout this episode, but as far as one that I've played and I really loved and maybe someone else will nominate a different one in this series, but I'm going to nominate Mario Kart 7 for the 3ds. I mean, I think that's
2: like,
1: People liked Mario Kart 7, I've, especially in the handheld room. I feel like that is the best of the Mario Karts. I don't think people say too many good things about Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance or, 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 or DS. Really. I know I liked it, but anyone I've talked about it. The research I was doing earlier, which was
0: basically just looking up as many different lists as I could and try and get some sort of like consensus on stuff, Mario Kart DS was listed frequently.
1: Interesting. I mean, it's Mario Kart at the end of the day, but like, if you're comparing it to other Mario Karts, this is where you kind of get into the nitty-gritty, and that's usually Look, when DS is brought up.
2: I just want Mario because you two fucking seemingly hate it so much. I want Mario Kart on a list. It deserves to be on one of our lists. Every time Mario Kart is brought up, you two just spit on the ground. You're disgusted by it, even touching your ears. And if he wasn't going to nominate Mario Kart 7, I would have nominated Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But I will refrain from doing that.
0: I, I,
3: want one Mario Kart, I Mario have
0: 4. the argument against Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, it was mean, made for Wii U. Go
3: for it.
0: It's, a, uh, it's more a Wii U game than it is a handheld. It's a game that can be played in handheld now. But I I uh, associate it more with <laughs> Wii U. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good answer. All right, fine. Mario Kart 7 it is. Um. So I just went, Peter, what's your nomination?
2: Uh, I'm going to, I know Switch is included. I know. And it's a better game than the one, than the previous installment of this franchise that I'm going to mention. I just want to say, Switch installment, much better. Sold better, better in every way. Even with that said, I'm going to say Fire Emblem Awakening because it saved the franchise. And Nintendo has been very open with how Fire Emblem was going to die if Awakening failed. And they were kind of considering it their last hurrah. And then it sold, I think, three, no, probably more than three million units. But just really thankful for that game. But I do like Awakening. It's not bad, by any means they've just made a lot of better Fire Emblem games ever since it came out but I will always be thankful for what Awakening did and also basically made Fire Emblem one of Nintendo's mainstay franchises. So I think it deserves... I was going
0: to nominate it if you didn't. Um, I like the case for it, though. Mark, your next pick.
1: I'm going to go with Animal Crossing New Leaf on the Nintendo I was
2: debating! I had them both on my list. I couldn't decide which one.
1: He said both. Which one? In, in this about? case, There's a lot of Animal Crossing. Games, Horizon, I'm going to nominate New, New Horizons, Horizons okay. right now. There can only be one. I feel like an Animal Crossing deserves to be on the top ten list, but.
3: Well, Mark,
2: you give your reasons for Leaf, and then Owen, you give your reasons for Horizons.
1: Now, I've only ever played New Horizons, but I would give the nomination to New Leaf because it sounds like, um. A lot of the the improvements, the steps forward for Animal Crossing as a series kind of came with New Leaf where you're running the town and you kind of have more like kind of management and more kind of creative freedom to do things uh, in the game versus what you were doing in Animal Crossing before in the past. I feel like it is just uh, of the series, it is is the one that kind of brought Animal Crossing further than any of the thing before it. And I I don't want to say put it on the map because Animal Crossing was... Because New Horizons put it on a bigger map uh, than Animal Crossing. New Leaf was a big deal. It
0: was, though. Yeah. I'm not sure if I so much have an argument against New Leaf, besides the fact that I think... I've I've played some New Leaf. I, I did not get anywhere near as deep in New Leaf as I did in New Horizons. Um my main case for horizons is almost the importance uh argument of being the most important handheld game it is a switch game that yeah obviously you can play it on your tv but i think it's more than viable in handheld i may be even preferred in handheld um and it is a phenomenon like it's just ginormous that's my main thinking for horizons. I don't feel incredibly strongly about it though. And I don't know if you feel incredibly strong in your position either to say which one wins out.
1: I think we can debate later when we get, uh, we're kind when we're trying okay. to make room for stuff. Okay. That sounds good. We'll get good. into it. Um, Peter, your next
0: nomination.
2: Now, with it being a handheld list and Nintendo having its dominance in that category forever, I know that this is going to be a a heavy Nintendo list. And because of that, I want to step out of the Nintendo world for my next nomination and pick a game that in no way, shape, or form is going to win, but it never got the credit deserved back in the day. Daxter!
3: <laughs> but
1: <laughs> PSP you uh, really Dax- want to go ahead and fight for Daxter on PSP right, I will. Okay. I Okay. mean I'll
2: put I mean Kid Icarus Uprising I will sh- I will move heaven and earth for it I will not do that for Daxter but I am gonna mention it because the other PlayStation PSP games I've played and the other one that comes to mind that is incredibly similar to it is Secret Agent Clank but I'm not gonna nominate that one because I just think Daxter is much better than it and many levels uh, Daxter, Owen, connects the story between Jack 1 and Jack 2. It is what Daxter was up to in the two years between... Well, it's it take, No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let me, let me correct that. It is a year that consists of what Daxter did... Spoilers for uh, oh, Jack shit. 2, everybody. Oh, shit. When here, everybody. you open up the precursor portal and you are teleported to a new world... And Jack is taken by Errol. It's the story of Daxter's life, his life in Haven City, how he tries to get Jack back, the friends and enemies he makes along the way. And Daxter's not going to win. It's probably going to lose the first round of eliminations. But I like Daxter. I love Jack and Daxter. I like PlayStation, although not as much right now as it did back then. But I still like it. I love you, Astro. And I wanted some non-Nintendo games on this list. So, yeah, Um, Daxter.
0: We are going to need some, some PSP and PS Vita representation. I think for sure. Um, I gave us
1: all the PSP nominations <laughs> we need.
0: Yeah, get the fuck out I'm, of here. Get that off the list. Right oh wait, no, it's Mark next. Mark, you next.
1: Yeah. For me, uh, so I put in a lot of, when I when I came to approaching my lists. Uh, one of the biggest questions I was asking myself was, okay, what genres are really best on handheld versus consoles? And I, I think platformers uh, are a big one, and I think Celeste is something that's worth mentioning here. I think that is one of the best platformers you can find nowadays. I, uh, I have a
0: take. What's um, this? I don't know how you played it. If you played it in handheld, I thought it was. A pretty sweaty platformer to be playing with the joy cons like playing in handheld mode i did oh
1: you thought so um well i i have an extra grip that goes around my switch when i play in handheld so like i can get that definitely uh really into it
0: you should link me one of those because i should really get one
1: um i i Ah, start it it's so I don't know if it'll be well, as easy to get. If if you ever see a product see.
0: online that looks similar to whatever grip you got, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um not the shit on lost, of course. I, I, a game that one day I want to sit down with again and just like go through it for a week and actually beat it cuz I I played about half of it on my Switch. Um but I was struggling at a certain point in handheld uh, my next nomination I'm gonna go with a trendy pick that I'm afraid I don't think you guys think too kindly of this I enjoyed it and I also think it's importance must be acknowledged and that would be Brain Age
3: Okay.
2: I debated Brain Age on the DS I debated it I chose to not but I get it. I get why.
0: Peter, you're next. (sighs) I
2: had Flappy (laughs) Bird just to be an asshole, but we would take that off. Uh, Smash Ultimate, just... Smash game deserves to be on one of these lists. It's the best Smash. And the only other handheld Smash is 3DS, and I truly think it is a bad game. I do not think Smash controls well on a 3DS. So, yeah, Ultimate.
1: Alright. Mark. It's Super Mario 3D All Stars on Nintendo Switch. I think Fuck off! Come on, really. What do you mean? What's that that's no, no, no? We're sitting I mean oh, I do do think, think
0: I would not let this get through to the final.
2: But we'll let it uh, I'll let, we'll let it through we'll let it through customs. We'll let it through.
1: Well, I don't know if you're getting on the plane. I'm just saying, a lot of handheld gaming over time, a big part of it is just porting old games and you can play it anywhere. Like, I want to say a good chunk of the Game Boy Advance's library, even the Game Boy, is just ports of NES and Super and Nintendo. And that's why games.
2: a good chunk of the Game Boy library is not going to be on this list because it well, is just. Well, let, let me Fuck nominate
0: it. one that. I I think there's a difference in ports, specific, not necessarily from a quality standpoint, but the time it came mattered. And I'm going to say Super Mario Advance 2, which is Super Mario World.
3: Get the fuck no, out of here, No, the reason guys? I
0: say this is because in the era of the Game Boy... The idea that you could play this console Mario game on your handheld now, that was impressive and incredible, frankly. And on top of that, a side-scrolling platformer just plays so well on a Game Boy. I think it should be acknowledged. Whereas in 3D All-Stars, one, we know... We've we've been conditioned to know that the quality can be way better than they fucking gave us, and two, I don't think all of these games are best equipped to play in handheld. I I'll be honest, I actually haven't tried the uh, the Galaxy version on 3D All-Stars yet, but I just can't imagine it playing that well. Mark, I don't know if you have any experience with it. Um.
1: I've not tried it in handheld, but uh, when I've played it docked, I know it's fine. It works just okay. fine.
0: Interesting. But either way, I just I, I think 3D All-Stars is definitively a bad port, whereas if we gave an acknowledgement to, say, one of the Game Boy Advance ports of a classic Mario game that played exceptionally well in handheld... I would be more okay with that than
1: the piss poor effort
0: of 3D All Stars.
1: Like, it's it's hard to say that. Like, I wouldn't call them bad ports necessarily. I think we just wanted more than just uh, what they were. Like, 3D All Stars had a lot riding on it because of leaks, but ultimately, there are three very good Mario uh, platformers. 3D Mario, all like the first three 3D Mario games. And arguably could be the best place to play all of them at this point Um, in time, Uh, and I don't see these being bad games to play on the go either. Are you saying best legal place to play them? I mean, some emulators might not run the best either, but that could be said for any game. Like, oh, at that point you're getting borderline. I think just like PC Master Race, just like oh, but you could just have been doing this. But the problem is, is
0: uh, the main reason, at least, maybe not the main reason, but a big reason as to why people were so mad about the state of these games is like emulation made these games hd like years ago and you guys can't do it Mm
1: -hmm. it's true but like like the the biggest con i would give it to is like sure this might be the the best place to play it but you can't buy it anymore necessarily like a lot of Retailers still have a bunch of copies on their shelves, and eventually, you won't be able to buy it anymore. That that should be so another like, strike. Like that, that's not a good thing here. It's not a good thing, but I think it's worth mentioning because it still exists. And as of recording this podcast, it is it could fit the criteria when you can't when you truly can't get it anymore. Then we can retire it from the list if it makes it that far. But okay, I rest my case. Peter, Super Mario next Three All Stars.
2: I'm, again, I, I'm coming. I'm running out. I don't have that many left. I, because a lot of games I have left are good, but I don't know, and honestly, again, I'm not willing to tear someone's head off over Dexter. I just wanted to have it just for the sake of having it, the, the novelty of it. A lot of games left that I can think of in terms of handheld are games that I like, but I would not put them on a ten out of ten best of all time list. Actually, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna resign myself. I can't think of any more that I'd be willing to fight for or I think truly deserve it. I'm sure there'll be one or two that come to my mind after as soon as we finish recording and I'll beat myself up over it, but
0: I'm gonna call it there for all myself. Right. I have a lot in the term uh in the category of like we should be paying our respects to these games and Maybe, if we've heard enough secondhand opinions on them, we can fight hard enough for them for a list. Um, but Mark, what's your list looking like?
1: I've got plenty, okay? Of let's I could just go through. do
0: a back and forth here. Then, what do you got?
1: Hades is, I think, deserving of being in the top 10, honestly. Uh, I think it's the kind of game I don't want to get too much into the semantics, but when I, when I get into it later, when I'm fighting for, but Hades, definitely. I'm going to nominate
0: GTA Chinatown Wars specifically because there were actually three handheld, uh, actually four handheld GTAs. One of them was the first GTA ported to Game Boy Advance, I believe. Uh, the other two that weren't Chinatown Wars were Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories on the PSP. Both were trying to emulate real GTA games. This is a case of this is a handheld GTA game. Your mm-hmm.
1: next one. Um, I have Phoenix Wright. I think there's a lot of visual novel-esque or puzzle games that I think really take off in handheld and Phoenix Wright is kind of one of the faces of that. And I definitely think we should have some of I wanted that those games acknowledged
0: here. as well. Um, one for acknowledgement, I don't think anyone here will have experience in it until I think later this year, if I'm not mistaken. But I'll say Advance Wars.
1: Hmm. I'm going to uh, follow up and say Professor Layton as well which I think fits in the same realm of Phoenix, right, but more so on the puzzle side.
0: I am going to say a game that I regretfully haven't played, and we talked about pre-show as maybe a game club game down the line, and that would be Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker.
1: I'm going to go with a game I know I don't like, but uh, people seem to love it. It's been remade, but the original was also a Game Boy game. I think having Link's Awakening part of the conversation uh, is important to nod to it because while I have nothing really good to say about it, everyone else in the world would disagree with me. Um and that's it.
0: Would it be crazy it's another porting situation. Um, would it be crazy to say a link to the past for the Game Boy Advance?
2: I'm surprised we haven't said that already.
0: Uh, no. I thought we did.
1: No, we we've mentioned we like we cited it. I think, but I don't think anyone wanted to well, throw it uh, on the list.
0: We seem to not feel great about ports in general here. Um.
1: Maybe we just kill all ports. Actually, do we? uh, But ports are a big
0: part of handheld. I think because sometimes it's discovered like, oh, the handheld
1: version is just the
0: better way to play it.
1: You're not wrong. Uh, I think you know what I think. I think if we just give PSP emulators a slot on the list, that can kind of be (laughs) the capstone of playing games on other platforms.
0: You're you're not making a horrible case here.
1: Um, hey, 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 Peter, how do you feel? Peter. He has no feeling. He I, has no, no feelings on the matter. I
2: couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if that was all I heard was
1: Peter. <laughs> I,
2: I knew my do you name feel? was
1: that how do you I feel?
2: Sure what the fuck. Okay. I I feel weird about ports because I feel like there are I know I said as I'm just saying that I'm run out of games I think are 10 out of 10 or best games of all time, but I feel like we've already said enough in that. I don't think ports are needed in this discussion. I feel like there are a lot of handheld grown games that deserve any oxygen that those ports would have gotten. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I'd rather celebrate the games that were born and bred on the handheld w- world.
0: So. Link, Link's Awakening, actually. Oh, we we should have a full
1: vote. Uh, Link's Awakening, the original, was a Game Boy game, and uh, then it was also on okay. Switch, so it has only existed in handheld places. So I, think I, would,
2: I that I would I would allow I would allow that one because it stayed in that realm the, for the okay, entire
0: existence. Okay, then Link's Awakening is allowed. Let's get rid. Right, are we just gonna go no ports? Are we official on that?
1: Yeah. No no remakes, but games that are... Like, i put Celeste and Hades on here. I think those games are still valid because they launched on a handheld console as well. I also it's think they're valid. Will thing. that
0: hurt them down the line, as we're arguing? Maybe. It's possible. But uh, we'll just have to see. I'm going to get rid of Super Mario Advance 2. I'm going to get rid of 3D All-Stars. Um, I think... Oh... Uh... PSP emulation can stay for now. <laughs> um, I guess. My follow-up I to Link's guess Awakening, though, will be A Link Between Worlds.
1: Okay. Um. Next, I'm going to go to Zero Escape. Uh, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. That's another puzzle, visual novel-esque game, I think. It's the last of, I, I feel like, the series I want to address uh, i feel like as a part okay, of this conversation i'm gonna go oh
0: i can't believe i haven't said this yet uh persona 4 golden Fair. for the playstation vita
1: mark your next one
3: um
1: i was gonna try to suggest tokyo mirage sessions uh, sharp evo ports are not allowed here so we'll get past that but shout outs to that um end of the breach that's i've never one heard of here. that one i think it's a really <laughs> yeah really uh that's a an indie tactics game that blew up in 2017 it didn't launch on switch but came to switch um, eventually i need to
0: look up i think it might be a ps1 game does anyone know off the top of their head was Final Fantasy
1: Tactics? okay it's ps1 and then eventually there's final fantasy tactics advance which was on the game boy advance but i think tactics one is the one people okay. like to talk about the most um
0: just to get more psp representation this is not a game that i know much about but i know it has good music and it's a puzzle-like game i'm
1: gonna say luminous okay I'm going to say Medieval 2 for the PS2 because Peter dropped the ball and is not showing Medieval the love uh, that I think he wants to show.
2: Medieval will come back one day.
1: Wasn't Medieval 2? I thought Medieval 2 was on the
2: PSP. I don't
0: think so.
1: Yeah, please do. Um,
0: Do I have any more that I feel need representation? Oh! We've made it this far and Mark, you just played one. I was thinking, from a handheld perspective, the nomination would be Metroid Fusion.
1: Um, I think if one had to go to it, it would be either uh, zero machine make. it is that that's the one where yeah. it's like that's that's one of the ones where it's like this is the definitive version of it. People will not play Metroid One any other way. Because it is the other one is so ancient, it has it has been so updated. Uh, there's even like new content in that game. To like, there's a bunch of boss fights that Wait. weren't present. Uh, okay. Some mechanics are in there. It's arguably a deluxe. Version I d- I game. don't
0: remember where we fell. Are we against remakes? Or that uh, uh, here's another difficulty in the port question because <laughs> one thing we just let slide by. Persona 4 Golden's pretty much a port, but I feel like Persona 4 Golden like Fuck. that was the beginning.
2: It was the reason to own a Vita.
0: It, it was the number one Vita game, and it was also kind of the beginning of like Persona really starting to take off in America. Like I that's a game I'm not okay with that not being represented here.
1: I think uh I'm okay with it. Generally. I, I, I'm more than okay with it. Like, if it's a remake, it's a deluxe version of the game versus, like, uh, w- w- like it depends on, like, the substantial... Do we just want uh, it to be case things. by case? We can look at it by case by case.
0: Yeah, yeah let's that's do that.
1: Case by case. It has to be, has to be a significant... So, are we going to say
0: Metroid Zero Mission, then?
1: I'd say Zero Mission has a part sure. here, yeah.
0: And I think I might be tapped out. Do you have any left? I have I have two more. Lay them on me. Actually I, I have I have at oh. least one more
1: if you don't say it. I actually I'm actually crossing one of them out because it's definitely a port. It doesn't have enough going for it. Um no, I haven't played Hollow Knight. But actually no, actually I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pick a different Metroidvania. I'm gonna go with Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow. That's like one of the top three Castlevanias people talk about, and it's arguably one of the best games. That's exclusive to the GM Aria game. of Sorrow. All right. Yep.
2: Is that Richter? No.
1: It's- uh, no. Really? That's. It's the it's the main character who's actually Dracula. It's like the only game where Dracula is the one you play as. I don't think he knows he's Dracula. He's got a special name of some sort. I I don't know the story of
0: it. Now, one game that I don't think I'm going to nominate unless you guys have strong feelings of it out of nowhere, but uh, that just deserves recognition from me is I loved on the DS, specifically, Mario and Sonic at the Beijing Olympics quality game. But I won't nominate it. The game I will
1: Thought i thought
0: i that let's, let's, let's throw it on there let's, what's the, the thought,
1: thought. Me? x
2: cloud
0: uh it's not there yet not even close
2: <laughs> okay 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 just making sure because someone could write it and be like technically you can play it on your phone
3: um,
0: but uh fine i'll put mario and sonic at beijing <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't have to. Like, I, you act like you're forced to do it. Like, if this I have to, even though the one
0: it up. And the last one I want to bring up is Nintendogs.
2: I had Nintendogs written and then I took it off.
0: because. Eh. Eh. Nintendogs was a huge deal and I enjoyed my time in it.
2: I mean, I guess, but like, do you really need to fight for Nintendogs? Is Nintendogs, is it really something that's it worth being remembered? It was important, and I
0: absolutely think it was worth being remembered.
2: All right. Oh, fucking it's fucking on there. Nintendogs on there, then.
1: There was a point in time uh, when Super Smash Bros. Brawl was first announced that I hadn't seen a trailer, but word was going through the, my school that Nintendo was a playable character in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. horrible idea yeah which i was so on board for i was like dude i want to play that dog so bad i want to beat everyone up as this little puppy like just this regular ass golden lab (laughs) but then uh we learned what an assist trophy was and And we were
2: all better off for it
1: yeah i don't know if we're better off i feel we got duck hunt dogs i guess we got a dog eventually but like dog with just regular attacks that bites people all right pretty cool mark do you have any left Um, I don't think I mean we could I could go dig further into the mobile realm but I don't think I'm going to do that I think I'm going to leave mobile and all own right realm.
0: um that's probably for the best I don't like we have a few mobile games on here but I don't think any of us really want to be talking about them
1: <laughs> to be honest if anything if anything There is one mobile game, actually, just because this is our list. What are you going to say? Flower? Uh, no, because Florence territory we're talking about. That is, uh, yes. Now, and I wasn't thinking that, but that I am now going to fight really hard for Florence. So you want it on the list? Oh, God, that's on the list. Yes, I do want it on the list, actually.
0: That Will take the award oh, for the Shadow frick. Colossus award for game that Mark fights really hard for that me and Peter tear away from him, and I'm,
2: he gets I'm, very passive aggressive <laughs> for the rest of the episode about it.
1: Oh, and I want you to know I'm going to shit on Mario and Sonic now. I'm going. To sh- I'm <laughs> no, going no, to oh, take oh, it down. No, it no, no in his his voice. Mark, you don't understand. The 100 Lawrence. meter was a really fun race. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, when I put stuff on the shelf in Florence, my heart fucking felt something, okay?
3: (laughs) God, you're such a... Oh, my God!
1: (laughs) If you played Florence, you'd know, Peter, when you put stuff on the shelf, that meant something. What was the other one
0: you wanted to nominate?
1: Uh, A game that is uh, being shut down because not enough people are playing it, Dr. Mario World. They had a funny Goomba character in there that I think the world really liked. Doctor Goomba stacks.
2: So nominated created <laughs> greatest that game of all time because yeah. the
1: funny Goomba, a funny, funny singular Goomba, but it's actually three Goombas wow. in the doctor's coat.
2: Mark, is Doctor Mario just dead? Does anyone do people just not care about Doctor Mario anymore?
1: I mean, it's like it's a different flavor of Tetris. People like Tetris, so I think I think there will always be a place for Doctor Mario. Like never too many people, but it will never be too little. People will come back to it when the time is right.
0: Okay, let's look for some easy cross offs here.
1: Oh, wait.
2: PlayStation Portable Emulation. Last
1: Last minute minute entry over here. Infamous game here uh, that has never come to the States. Reggie Fizume has been harassed online and offline over and over. Oh, Jesus. I
0: knew it was going to be that. All right. PSP emulation can go.
1: Wait, are we sure about that though? Are you fucking sure crazy? Are, are you nuts? Do you hear now, what look, you're saying? That is a very integral what, part. What's, what's, the
2: best, what's the best sandwich? Bread.
1: No. Mark,
0: the the funny gag pick. It's it's all fun and games for the first round, but now we're serious, okay? Now
2: Yeah, now we're talking about now getting Daxter further in We're putting the fuck up. things oh,
0: okay. on a shelf. And you know how impactful that can be.
3: I
1: do. <laughs> I do know how impactful it is. And, really gonna feel something over this over and we, we all understand that when it came to the PSP, that was like the biggest thing about it that people used. We mentioned before that a big part of handheld gaming is just playing older games just wherever you are because that's what was accessible. And we live in a day now where just the, the idea of what is handheld gaming is just probably just going to be erased because of the future the switch is going to be bringing like once the steam link is here like that's that's it like it's all it all I, blurs together at that point we got to understand what i'm the actually appreciate about it in psp emulation i'm, I'm
0: pretty that. uh i have a pretty bleak outlook on that just from the standpoint of like the amount of people i hear say like man i want to play i can't wait to play horizon zero dawn on my steam deck yuck that's not a handheld game.
1: I would want to play on my handheld, but, like, it's, I think, smaller games, like, just any any indie game that you're like, I can't wait till that comes to Switch, you no longer have to worry about that, because all of them, all of them that hit Steam will be able to be played on the Steam Deck, and that's a huge deal. Um, that's a
0: big deal in itself. I do, I, I... Love looking back at some of these games, and I think a handheld formula that really speaks to me is the ability to pick it up for 15 minutes and accomplish something and feel like you had a good time in that 15 minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just think there's not many games that are necessarily designing with that in mind anymore because it's a very much a handheld mindset. But we got to get back to this list here where we're going to just cross off clash of clans we don't need to bother having a
1: conversation so.
0: <laughs> that's fine
1: owen would you mind posting the list in discord so um, we can all look at it together yes
0: i can give me a moment of course
1: peter psp emulation still not gone it i is want gone. you to know i'm winning it's right now officially crossed off uh,
3: boy
2: i can't is this not a gag
1: are I you really. Being genuine? I, I, I came in here thinking like, oh shit, PSP is gonna English be in like huge. four attacks. As it's... one
2: of the best games, one of the best handheld games, Do you think be... pretty...
1: it's arbitrary what? for sure. It's an arbitrary pick, unconventional even. Not a contrarian pick. I don't
2: think it's not even contrarian or arbitrary. It doesn't fucking fit.
1: Yes, it does. <clears throat> if Street Pass counts. Knock on wood. I knock on wood in Street no, Pass now. No, no, no. no.
2: PSP emulation is not a single game. It is a It is a library of games.
1: Street Pass also Street is, Pass a is a library game. of games. No, Street Pass is a library of games It, it is also.
2: not the same fucking thing, and you know it's not. You know it's not the same thing.
1: If I could say Mega Man 1 through 10 collection, I could say Super Nintendo emulator, PSP. It's just more games.
3: No,
2: you can't! What are you fucking talking about?
1: I'm talking about PSP emulators, okay. Peter. What are you uh, talking again, about
0: here? Let's, let's not lose what we're doing here, people. We're putting things on a shelf. PSP emulation. I liked the creativity of it. It was an important thing. But we're, we're talking crazy. about important games. On handheld. Yeah, like Daxter. Like Daxter. I posted all of the attachments there of our list. Um, I'm just going for the easy cross offs right now. And then we can start doing like the two votes make it through. Uh, if it's unanimous no's, then it's gone. Uh, two votes against, then it's gone. I'll, I'll cross off Mario and Sonic. Um, I don't need one of you to do that. Okay. I
2: know
3: it was yeah. really
0: hard. Uh you. I'm going to cross off into the Breach <laughs> because I've never even heard of it.
1: Either have you heard of it?
2: No, I know you, I know into the Breach.
1: I picked it uh, and a couple other indie games because I I think uh games that are really the best for handheld are games that are uh easy to get into quickly and get out of. Uh, and Into the Breach is all about different runs of a of a tactics, like, tile-based kind of game. And it's pretty difficult. So it's easy to kind of commit just a little bit to it, fail a run, get it in. In a similar way that Hades is, where you kind of can just run something uh, real quick if you've got a little bit of time. But it's also just an excellent game also on top of it. But uh, if you guys don't feel strongly about Into the Breach... I'm not going to um, too hard for. You. What
0: about this zero escape? That's all I wrote. I know it has like nine lives, nine doors, something like that. Can that go?
1: Yeah. Zero it's it can go. I just wanted Fair. to give it the shout out. Um
0: I'll I'll let the street pass conversation stay till later. I'll let Daxter stay till later, of course.
2: Guys, if we're the only list with Daxter on the best top ten handheld games of all time, we will be unique. We will go against the grain. We will be above the others. We will be outspoken. That's all I'm saying. We're different. I, d-
1: I demand uh, Daxter gets killed right now so that it cannot go further. <laughs> um, Daxter
0: Dexter <laughs> won't be getting killed right now, but unfortunately, Dr. Mario World will. <laughs> <laughs> you um,
1: killing me here. You're killing exclusively well, uh, me. You like Go- extra Mark. No. You like that game. You like
2: I, the game.
1: I thought I liked it because I like Jack. I look back and I think that game was not very good. I remember a lot of enemies being very difficult to hit because I, I you needed that to that use long. the not so great guns with the not plentiful uh, rounds of ammo that you get in that game.
0: Uh, Mark, do you feel strongly about Castlevania Aria of Sorrow? Because I doubt me and Peter do. I, in fact, I know that I don't.
1: Uh, I think a lot of Game Boy Advance games look and sound ugly. But I know it's a very important game, but okay. I won't fight for it. Because I, I, do, I don't think any of us would fight for it. So, just trying to make things easier on us. Um, Fair. I... Don't think Peter or I are gonna to go too hard on GTA Chinatown Wars. Not me neither. What do you mean? I think we can kill GTA really? Chinatown Wars here. I agree. I do. I've not I heard know. anyone talk about that game in years.
0: I mean, I guess so. Fine. I I I think Chinatown Wars is impactful from a can't believe rockstar did that standpoint and it was well received.
2: Yeah, but they only did it once and no one ever talks about it anymore. Yeah, yeah
1: but like it, it is interesting on that premise alone. Like Rockstar just does whatever they want and all out of nowhere there's they just said, "Yeah, let's make a DS game." And they they did it. But then then they didn't ever again. And I think there's a reason for it because I don't think uh, it worked as well as they wanted Fine. me to.
0: I, I actually watched a video on it today to be prepared, and it seemed like there are some cool things. But I I didn't play it, so I don't have all this passion about it. That was also, again, being young with handheld, I I don't even think I would have been allowed to buy it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I had a cousin, a little cousin I went when I went home to visit. Who uh, was interested that I work in games? And one of the only things he wanted to start with was with me to convince his mom that he could play Grand Theft Auto. This wow. eight-year-old boy. And I'm like, no, I will not do that. I, you have to find your own way, just like the rest. Yeah, of there, us there
0: is me. something to being like a, a young boy and having to wait until that day that you're finally able to play Grand Theft Auto.
1: <laughs> was a way, or if you can just find a way, like eventually, there's a point in time where. There was a group of people in my older brothers, our, our older brothers class that was handing around a copy of GTA three and eventually got around to us, under the table. We did get to play it under the radar. Other people had their. When own I would point. stay home sick from school
0: for whatever reason, I was not allowed to play it. But my brother did have uh, GTA four and also uh, the expansions to it, which the expansions to GTA four are awesome. Um. I would typically sneak playing GTA in those days. This was probably, I was probably about 11 or 12 at this point. No, maybe even 13. I don't remember what age I was officially allowed to play it, but um, it was in that range. Anyways, back to the list. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's just start going through the list and doing our our votes. Uh, And this is just for moving on to the next round, so two moves it along. And we're nowhere close to the final round. Tetris, Tetris, and Pokemon Red and Blue already at the final round. Not even talking about them. Um, mm-hmm. Kid Icarus Uprising.
1: I'm gonna say no.
2: Are you fucking kidding?
1: I like the game. I do.
2: Do we even have? A- I'm gonna say fine. no. Fine. No. Fine. I'll remember this, Mark. It's
1: gone. I, I like remember. it a lot. I would love to see a sequel. This is not a. This is not uh, a game. I think uh, that sits in one of the best handheld. A game that literally comes with a stand, so you have to sit down and play it. It's different, and it reaches for the stars. Uh, maybe if it was just you know playable with a controller, things would have been better. WarioWare
0: Twisted, like not now. I'll give. I'll give my no. case for it, despite having no history with WarioWare. No. A game about minigames plays well on handheld. And this is, I believe, is considered the best one. So I'll say yes
1: for now. No. I
3: never have.
2: If you are going to put it. WarioWare further than Kid Icarus, when a Kid Icarus sequel gets announced, you shut the fuck up. You don't deserve to be happy with the rest of A lot of, of
1: people love WarioWare. Mark. They're literally making a new WarioWare right now and not a Kid Icarus game, Peter. I don't know, Mark. Mark? You're making pretty good points here. What do you. They've made several WarioWare games since Kid Icarus Uprising came out. One was a port, actually. So it's still more action than Kid Icarus is seeing.
2: I'm not saying Kid Icarus is a bigger franchise. I'm saying if a Kid Icarus Uprising sequel gets announced, you don't get to be happy. You don't get to celebrate. We'll be at the at the celebration party, and you'll be left outside in the cold rain because you went to the fucking WarioWare party, and they all snort glue over there and eat crayons.
1: I always wanted to play Smooth Moves on the Wii. That one seemed like a fun WarioWare game to play. I feel like the Wii is a cool place for quick, funny minigames. They all definitely
2: want Ashley and Smash and are convinced that Wario platformers should be back. Okay, you want to go hang out with those people?
1: I mean, I'd like to play the WarioWare... The Wario World game on GameCube. Uh, that one seems cool. There's also a song I really like from that game, uh which gives me motivation to play. It, but oh, I'm going to say no to Jesus. this.
0: You fucking let Peter oh, win on this one. Sorry. Peter remember well, this street on street passes and We're about to get there. It's too it's it's Peter, too I'm gonna say niche yes. to Mark's life experience. Most people did not have this experience. I'm going to say
2: I'm. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna move it you on. Guys I'm gonna levy, move. It you guys are fools. Let's go. No, Owen, because
1: it's not yes, a it neat is. thing. It Street was. It was, was no. No, it's not. It was really no. It's not. It came no, it's with not. every 3ds. Came with yeah. yeah Pass. That that's everyone great.
0: has it. It's we like, didn't una, live in class. Japan. Like that's where Street Pass was big. So
2: are we just just. So we're just, just we're just saying, fuck the entire well, region
0: of Japan. I, I That's don't, I now. don't know their overall thoughts doing. on what the most important handheld games are. But I can't put myself in the mindset of this Eastern country that I've never even been in.
2: This is of uh, Owen's American First Gaming Podcast. Welcome everybody. We're America First and only America.
0: Look, all I know is that. If Japanese people were making this list, they wouldn't have a lot of these games we have on here because they have different tastes than us. It's fine, and we will be the ones to bridge the gap and hold the hand of both
2: America and Japan and bring everyone together because that's what gaming is about.
1: And I would I'd like to say that because this we are BNY Gaming. BNY Gaming is making the rules right now, and one third of BNY Gaming has a personal attachment to Street Pass, so. I do think that is very relevant here.
2: And another one third of BNY Gaming is going to support that one third's love and passion, and is going to vote to move Street Pass forward. Street Pass is better than GTA Chinatown Wars. Street Pass is more memorable and impactful.
0: The funny thing is, is that like that's a categorical falsehood. Just no one ever speaks of Street Pass. Literally no one is. and
2: the people who who's fucking talking about Chinatown You'll Wars? Find... Who the fuck's talking about Chinatown Wars? I think people are still
0: talking about Puzzle Swap. No, um, I pass. really I really don't because it was a banger. I just like
2: <laughs> you know I you know I know you're wrong about this. Actually, I actually, wrong. You're I did hear someone talk about street pass.
0: street pass recently because I saw a headline of oh, an article shit? of someone who I think I believe they walked around New York City with their 3DS. And didn't
1: get a single hit.
3: Yeah, I did <laughs> see that headline and I cried.
1: Literally, literally, when, because in the past couple of weeks, um, Nintendo announced at the end of the Wii U and 3DS, Wii eShops are, are oh, shit. on the horizon. And I immediately bought all of the Street Pass games that I never owned because I'd never ah. be able to play them again. Also, and
2: I was. I, I'm sorry, I thought you were done. Keep going.
1: Uh, I. I definitely got a little emotional just thinking about the idea of street pass going off. Like,
2: hear say we'll say this? He's got
3: tears in his eyes. We'll remember this for Florence, Peter.
1: Street pass <laughs> is shit. We'll remember this. Okay, Animal Crossing okay. now, everybody.
3: But uh,
2: just real quick, I looked up Chinatown World War sales, and all I'm finding are headlines from 2009 and 2010 saying Rockstar officially disappointed with sales of Chinatown War. As so, we all know, Peter
0: just it. loves sales. That's all he cares about with games. No,
2: Owen, 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 Owen. We're talking about what game is more discussed and left a bigger impact. Street Pass had millions of people playing it at a certain point. Chinatown Wars probably sold a few hundred thousand copies at best, and I'm not saying that's bad. But for okay, for Rockstar, that's bad. And a few hundred thousand versus millions of people playing a game in a very popular handheld. Street Pass was bigger than Chinatown Wars.
0: Street Pass
1: also got a Smash Brothers stage.
0: You guys, you guys are too far into the Nintendo fanhood bubble. Just there, there's not there, there's, there's not people me? outside of this bubble. I just
2: banged my fucking knee on the table. <laughs> ah!
1: <laughs> Fuck. There aren't there aren't people. What happened, Peter? Are you okay? <laughs> I
2: banged my fucking knee on the table because he threw every. This really hurts. Every single time we know what we're talking about with Nintendo, he just says you guys suck your own Nintendo cock and you just think you know everything. Owen, we know everything with Nintendo. We do. And Nintendo, really fucking popular game developer. I don't know if you know that. And Street Pass, very popular. A lot of people fucking played it. Millions of people played it at a time. Oh, and it was incredibly, incredibly attached. To the 3DS life. Just because you were not a part of it does not diminish the significance of Street Pass. And I'm sorry, no one fucking played Chinatown uh, the Wars. The thing is, is that oh, I'm
0: not saying this in relation to like, well, we should have Chinatown Wars instead. You just keep making it that.
2: You said it's categorically false that Street Pass is no, bigger than I Chinatown Wars. Th- I said you said
0: that no. minutes ago. Yes, you did. I did not yes, say did. the Chinatown Wars, or did I? Uh, I don't what know. Ma- ma- maybe we go back yes, to the recording. I don't Is know. Um uh, now I'm not confident enough in my exact wording to fully argue you here, but um Street Pass lives to fight another day, okay?
2: Woo! Mark, we did it.
0: We did it. Even the it was,
2: fucking I... uprising died, but look Animal at me, Crossing, being the Animal Crossing
0: New Horizons. Person. I'm a yes.
2: I'm a yes.
1: Oh wait, wait! New Leaf uh, is, is there. This is this is where this is where we pick at an Animal Crossing, I think. Yeah, New Leaf or New Horizons.
2: I mean, New Horizons is a phenomenon, and New Horizons, like New Leaf, is what really made Animal Crossing one of Nintendo's top franchises. But New Horizons is what has cemented it. It's Nintendo's second, like one of I- the biggest. I mean, New Horizons is the second best-selling Switch game right now, like 36 million units, only behind Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And in third place is Ultimate, With and there's like a 10 it million feels, unit gap. Animal Crossing it
0: feels like place. Nintendo, the things you now think of are Mario, Zelda, and Animal Crossing. It feels like that's yeah. the level it hit with New Horizons.
2: But it doesn't get there without New Leaf, and New Leaf, I think, was the biggest 3DS game. Mark, am I correct?
1: The biggest 3DS game? I want. What would come close to New Leaf? <laughs> have you heard of Street Pass? No, well, I have, Mark. Okay, well, we'll think about that later. But I don't, I don't know about anything else uh, on that level for New Leaf. Like, I'm yeah, sure there's going to be some Mario games that are going to outsell it because it's Mario. Mark, sure.
2: do you have an argument that puts Leaf over Horizons because Owen's winning me over right now?
1: Um, I mean, I haven't actually played New Leaf. I I just oh, recognize it for for what it did for the series, but I I don't ha- have uh, enough personal experience with it New to fight Leaf any further for it. Sold oh, twelve point
0: nine three million. It was the sixth best selling
2: at the time. At the time, oh, that no, was fucking I, massive it, it absolutely Animal was massive. Crossing.
3: But
0: yeah. I just think I just think we're million. we're overthinking it if we don't give it to New Horizons.
3: I
2: I think he's right. New Horizons is a phenomenon and Cemented Animal Crossing is like top three franchise for Nintendo.
0: Okay. All right. I we go Pokemon 14. Go, I'm a yes. I'm a yes. I'm also
2: Mario a
0: Mario yes. Odyssey, I'm a yes.
1: I'm a yes. I'm a no.
2: I mark. I will. strive will sink. Street pass. <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> okay, okay. 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 okay.
1: Yes. Now, you're using. You're using.
2: Why? Why? What is your reasoning for no? What is your reasoning for no? I. Think Owen is foaming at the mouth. He is a shark. He's tasted blood in the water. Look out the side of the boat. Owen's just fucking swimming there, waiting
1: to eat Street Pass. I think when it comes to game genres that are best on handheld. More open games, especially in a 3D world, uh, are not the greatest in the handheld environment. I have to look at.
0: Uh, I have a big take as to why Odyssey is especially catered to handheld. What I'm talking about was this: the the feedback loop, getting in and getting out quickly, and still having a good time. I think 999 moons is the reason mario odyssey is a great handheld game
1: Hmm. i i definitely was thinking about it uh but then when i was kind of coming to my my genre takes for handhelds and whatnot i was starting to second guess odyssey i can see it keep going breath of the wild as we're about to hit uh that's where i think the big debate there comes i'm in a too. no how do we feel about that Um, I think I'm also going to be, like, I, it's not like not getting it onto the next wave means it is any worse than any of the games we're about to push on. This is one of the best games of all time. It runs fine on handheld, but I just think it is, there is a significantly better place to play Breath of the Wild, which some could argue, I think, isn't relevant. You can still play Breath of the Wild just fine in handheld, and that's and that should be enough, but... I think for our rule set, I don't think that matters as much.
2: I'm going to be a no as well. than a Breath of the Wild. I've played Odyssey handheld; it runs great. I don't really know it's that much of a difference, but I've always heard issues about technical and like technical issues and how the game runs handheld. So I've played plenty of of
0: Breath of the Wild handheld, and I've had a great time with it before. Um, This is a case of this was a game made for Wii U, Uh, so it was made for a console uh initially and i just think the better way to be playing this is docked on a tv so for our purposes we're all on the same page mario kart 7 i'm a yes uh i want... I'm a
1: yes too
2: because mario kart deserves it
0: I guess it moves. Fire Emblem Awakening. I'm a yes.
1: I'm a no. Ah, Shit. I don't think saving a franchise is enough to merit as one of the top, one of the best. Like, that's great in the realm of Fire Emblem and Nintendo, but we're talking about. Best handheld games here.
2: like we said earlier about how like Animal Crossing is top five franchise, and it is. It's, it's I well,
1: that's Animal Crossing is just bigger than that. I think Animal Crossing. is like second
2: level two. franchise. Like so I would say, like top five of, and it's what I'm gonna. I'm I think I might argue for Awakening. Yes, the top five Nintendo franchises I would say are like platforming Mario, Zelda, Smash, Mario Kart, Animal Crossing. But the next tier of Nintendo franchise, Fire Emblem, is right there. Sure I think is, it's because think of that's, Awakening.
1: That's great. That's the. Oh, wait. I think, it, I think it is. I think it helps put it on that popularity level. I think some of the older games and quality still are enough to keep it there, but like. Uh, I don't know if the popularity there. Not that I, I'm not uh, saying the same thing about the, the quality of Awakening, but.
2: Actually, I was stupid, by the way. Pokemon's in the top five Nintendo franchise. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Fuck, I'm, I'm, I don't. I, I'm I on love it. it. Fire it's one of my favorite Nintendo franchises. But like top ten best handheld games of all time. Awakening. You, you, I, you, you can push, you can push
0: this down the hill a little bit.
2: If I say yes, what it means that it, it didn't get elemi- it means it didn't yes. get eliminated first round, right?
0: Okay, then I'm gonna say yes okay. it doesn't deserve that. Uh Celeste. I'm gonna I'm going to be a no on this one.
1: Oh, my God. It's like we don't we we don't really have too many 2D platformers we're talking about here, and it's it's a kind of platformer in the spirit of Super Meat Boy, where you die, you you come back really quickly immediately. It's really easy to kind of get back into the flow of things. Uh, It's very accessible as well in that sense. I I think it's just a very high quality game that uh, thrives very well in the realm of handheld.
0: I'm holding my a difficult handheld experience against it, which may or may not be fair, but I'll I'll try and make it up to you later on, Mark. Okay,
1: Peter, you're still no. I'm
0: still no. Uh,
1: sorry. Why? Why? Why no? What's
2: I just I I just think there are other games on this list that I think deserve the moniker of specifically handheld. Celeste is not anchored to handheld like many of okay. these other games are.
0: That's fair. Daxter on PSP.
1: Die. Kill it. Mark. It's a no. I. I'll do it. (laughs) You you won't. Like, you really.
2: (laughs) I I don't think it deserves top 10. No, but I want to move it on the next. I don't want to be eliminated first round.
1: You hear this, Owen? I think we need to overrule him. He's gone mad with power. Hmm. (laughs) I think
2: Daxter deserves to at least make it to the next round because it's the only PlayStation first party that is still on this from a beloved franchise.
1: PSP emulator could have made it, but you
0: know. Shut up, that doesn't count. If I keep Daxter alive, is Street Pass dead?
3: (laughs) You can't do this to me. You can't do do this do this this to me.
2: I'm not. I'm not answering. I'm not answering that question.
1: We're at a, we're at a, stale, a stalemate right <laughs> now. Everyone
2: got our. We've all got our guns pointed at each other right now.
1: We've got to point at Dexter right now.
2: No, we don't. He's hiding behind my leg, and you were gonna risk shooting me if you shoot Dexter. I you
1: shoot me. You shoot I straight think
0: down. I really, I really appreciate the daring story that Dexter tried to tell. At least, as far as it sounds like from what Peter said to me. So I'm gonna <laughs> say yes.
1: I'm going to poke a hole in what Peter had to say because he didn't tell the story fully right. Peter said this game takes place in the two years in between. Uh, I corrected Jack myself
3: and said a
2: year and said it's when it's between when they arrive through the precursor portal wow, and Daxter even better. makes it
1: to Jack. Even I corrected myself. I'm a yes. Well, it's a little bit more specific than that. A year and a half after Jack is taken away, yes. Jaxer has not been helping Jack. In fact, he is just... I didn't say he's been helping
2: Jack. Away. I said he's been making friends and enemies
1: hanging around Haven City. I don't know if he was making friends. I think he only made enemies. Even better.
2: He's fucking I'm friends with yes. the one bark. He's friends with the exterminator.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's as the game starts. Oh, it's a yes. Dashie so yes. It's on. moving on. Smash okay. Ultimate. I'm a no. I'm, I'm going to say no.
0: Absolutely not. Who Holy fuck. I
2: can't wait. Uh, why can't, why no, no, Smash this is Smash not allow any of the lists
0: we make? it. The Smash game. Ultimate is a game that can be played in handheld. It is not a handheld game.
1: You can't. Fine,
2: yeah. I'm gonna say yes just for the history books, but fine.
1: Just like Smash 3DS, maybe because you could actually like realistically no, play with other people. Smash Ultimate handheld It's like Smash no 3DS
0: one's... is a bad game. But we'll we'll find a way.
1: True. We'll find a list that
0: allows us to get Smash on it. Because I agree with you. It deserves to be on a list. It just doesn't deserve to be on this one. Uh, Next next? one would be Advance Wars.
2: I look forward to playing the remake later this year. And this is, hey, sorry, everybody. This is me being, I guess, corporate apologist or whatever the fuck. But I hope it does well enough that it rejoins Nintendo's beloved staple and Advance Wars gets to come back as a popular Nintendo franchise. But I'm going to say no on this.
0: Also no. no. I am also no. Metal Gear Solid Peacewalker. I think this has the opportunity to be maybe the only PSP representation, depending on how far Daxter goes. Daxter I, know, I. I know, I know, I know. You, you. But I'm a
1: yes for Peacewalker. Mark, I'm a
2: no. I think we might be in the same ballpark here. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm going to say no. I don't think Peace Walker did anything substantial that Metal Gear I think it absolutely doing, but did. I haven't. It, it completely changed
0: team. up the gameplay.
1: Like in a mission based and, way. And, and maybe this is just me, but and I, also, I hated it. also, Peace
0: Walker enough. is the precursor for the gameplay of Metal Gear Solid 5. So it.
2: Yeah, but 5 is yeah, the story. Yeah, but guess what? We're
0: not talking about story, we're talking about how the game plays.
2: Yeah, and because of that, I'm gonna say yeah. Because of that, I'm gonna
0: say no. We're just gonna end up with a Nintendo list here. We're not gonna represent PlayStation at all.
2: Dexter is still there. We,
1: we could All we, we right, we're we still
2: fair and balanced.
1: We could have represented PlayStation handhelds in the way that I feel like they were the most impactful on the grandest <sighs> scale. Uh, but, uh, we that out.
2: But, Peace Walker doesn't feel like a like when I think of definitive handheld experiences i don't think of but, peace walker if we can only fit 10 on a list i do- actually i'll i'll say yes i'll say yes for now i'll change my vote i'll say yes to peace walker because i'm not yeah i'm complicated
0: okay it moves on i i mean i i want eras to be represented in some way here i just think and well we well Daxter. we'll see I'm we'll see if we we'll can see. do it We'll see how far it goes, but i i don't I don't want Daxter being our only horse here. All right, that's
2: why okay. I voted yes to Peace Walker.
0: Uh, where's the beginning of the list you guys okay. are looking at? Brain Age. I'm a yes. No. I
1: want to say yes? yes. All right, Hades. Right. I'm a yes. I'm also yes.
0: No. Phoenix Wright. I'm a yes. I'm a
1: yes.
2: I'm
0: Professor a no. Layton. I'm a no.
1: I'm a yes.
2: I'm a, I'm a yes because I prefer Layton to Phoenix Wright. Ooh. Phoenix Wright is obnoxious to me. I don't understand the appeal. Layton seems more laid back and relaxed, and more of an, an like gripping game.
0: Phoenix
1: Wright is so goofy. I think funny. Phoenix Wright seems really good. He, said,
2: oh, he get it. Objection. He said objection. That's funny. He Not bad.
1: Not even that. This, the characters are hilarious, Peter. Some Sam of the Russell cases are so silly. Phoenix,
2: right, and I like that about it, but...
0: Link's Awakening. I'm a yes.
1: I'm going to say no. I'm a no.
0: I don't know. I, I, I feel
1: like we'd be lying to ourselves in on this one, but... Yeah. Oh, I know. I know Yeah. we are. This is just my own hatred saying no. Right I have to say yes. I'm fighting the podcast here.
3: You
2: fight us on every list, it seems like.
1: That's true. I'm putting my, my heart into the list. I always
2: I always end up siding with one of you on like one defining hardline stance. I always I'm friends with everybody. You two hate each other on this though. Can't stand each other.
1: <laughs> I feel like Owen comes from mind from a lot of the list. I come from heart. And my heart is extremely opinionated and I'm not I'm, afraid to I'm show a that. A, a link between worlds.
2: No, I'll also yeah, say, say no. no. I, I
0: was is thinking about Link saying face? yes, but like I didn't feel strongly enough there.
2: We just said yes yeah, to LinkedIn exactly. Awakening. We don't need
0: to uh, Persona 4 Golden, I'm a yes.
2: Mark, come on, do it with me. Say the magic word.
1: Like I feel like I didn't say I didn't uh vote or vote. I didn't even pitch Bravely Default. I think there is a place for lengthier JRPG's in a best handheld list because i think they can work lengthier games can work out well on a handheld format and persona 4 golden is the only one we have here so i'm going to vote yes because of that
0: lumines i think might be one of the ones maybe we should be voting yes but i'm going to vote no
1: i'm i'm voting no also i think the, I think uh, puzzle games on handheld is very important to represent here, but Wait, if we're did, holding did on, we to... move on. Yes, it did.
2: Oh, okay. Damn it.
1: Um, what I was saying about to to finish what I was saying about luminous is that puzzle games. I think they should move on. We have Brain Age. Well, and we have like, oh, we have, so so. have Tetris. I feel okay. We also
0: have Tetris. Yeah, well, we we do, don't need luminous right? if we have Tetris. Um, yeah. Nintendo's. I'm a yes. Uh, I'm a no.
2: I'm also a no. Um,
0: beginning of your list. What am I looking at here? We did zero escape. It's going to be Metroid Zero team. Mission. Uh, I'm a, yes. I'm a yes. I'm a yes. Florence, I'm a yes. I'm also yes.
2: a yes.
1: I'm a and no. Mother
0: 3, I'm a no. I'm a no. Ishkone. Sorry about the three. Okay. Maybe a to the for this. in
2: the jaw every time it wakes up, it gets punched in the jaw. Just add one okay. more to the pile.
0: No. I always forget how we handle the process when we get to this point.
1: Um, we get a me new list the posted with the... on the
2: list already. Remind me what's not leaving.
1: Uh, you can take another screenshot with. All okay.
0: Let me try and do it as best as I can lined up the same way. Alright, there's this. This is great podcasting right now as I just screenshot the list. <laughs>
1: Incredible. <laughs> I I thought Peter, I thought you were going to put Breath of the or not Breath of the Wild, uh, Birth by Sleep possibly. But I was thinking Dexter about earlier. nominating
0: Dream Drop Distance just to be funny. <laughs> no no. i would have enjoyed it a game that i tried to play Uh, in fact i i still own it it's on my shelf
2: you can really throw it out
1: my roommate has played every kingdom hearts except three really um that's his favorite one or that or one and he thinks those two games are miles ahead of all the others. And uh I
2: think he's we, fucking crazy because Street Drive not
0: sucks. I think it's a bad game. Okay. I so do. it's posted in the Discord now. And now it's about determining how many locks we have and uh what are like in the hunt for the final few spots. Um we're gonna have to see if we have any unanimous ones that if we go back through we all agree if we three vote it it is on the list yeah so street pass okay. i'm going to continue to be no
2: i'm yes so i'm yes
0: in the hunt
2: i think that's going to be one of the biggest fights coming up
1: number 10 street pass we can do it okay hold on one second what we could do uh, is each of us do our own mock lists of the top ten. Yeah, we have hey, too we many We have too
0: right many now. options right now. We need, now. We need to narrow down more. Yeah, uh, okay. No. And also, like, it's not the time to be wishy-washy anymore. Like, we just, we need to have it. It's, exactly. Heads have to drop. So, New Horizons, I'm still a yes. Okay.
1: I think that's a lock. I think an yeah. animal Crossing's
0: opposite. Yeah, I agree. I think so too. A C N H. Uh, let me get the three written to the side here. So our locks right now are Pokemon Red and Blue, Tetris, and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, we want we want Go as a lock. Pokemon Go. I think is a lock. Yes.
1: I do. I think so too. Yes! Fucking Pokemon Go making on two of our lists. Two Pokemon titles on this list. I mean well, because
2: a the dominant. It's, it's the most the popular, popular of... franchise in the world and it thrives yeah. on handheld mark.
3: Yeah, I it makes Mario sense.
0: Odyssey. I'm still a yes.
2: Definitive handheld Experiences,
1: um, I this is the kind of game where like I feel like there could be room for it at the bottom, but I really want to just if we go through it and if there are any other locks, do you which... want it to be in the hunt. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want it to, I think it's we're worth gonna it go to throw it in, it in the season.
2: wild and has to f- eat off of berries and rocks to survive, yeah, until so it gets to come into captivity.
0: Mario Odyssey is in the hunt, um. Mario Kart seven, I continue to be a yes.
1: I think this is where I put my I put my foot down and say Mario Kart Seven does not. I think
0: a Mario Kart game is very good for handheld. And I think Mario Kart Seven is the best example of pure handheld here.
1: I think you're right that Mario Kart can thrive very well in handheld, but Mario Kart thrives even better in the home environment
0: oh, he's got a point
1: i think i think
0: you might be right i don't know why that didn't occur to me but you yeah i mean we managed to when we were younger because yeah. we all had 3ds's but you like can't have as much of a like mm-hmm. party-ish environment on a handheld damn i think you just killed it
2: i mario kart
0: seven's gone
2: it's not even in the wild. It's it Fire Emblem
0: Odyssey. Awakening. I continue to be a yes. I'm, I'm going to
1: say no still.
2: It's in the wild cuz I'm a yes.
0: Um I can't just write Awakening cuz we're probably going to have to talk about Links Awakening.
2: Huh. Oh, and you seem like you ready no, to No,
0: top no, 10 no, right no, 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 no. Not yet. Um I really, I i did not come into this having, like, really heated opinions on anything. I just kind of wanted to see how everything would fall.
3: But then
2: we liked Nintendo too much, yeah. and all of a sudden,
0: no, it's fists just, need to be thrown. We're making up what the average person's experience is. Peter, okay. Peter. Okay. Oh, and so far, Peter. Mark and I are right when it how, comes to How much Nintendo did you Nintendo play Street, street Pass?
2: Oh, I, actually, I did for a bit. I did for a bit. There was a time.
0: How many it wasn't times long, but I would say did like you solo. get a hit that wasn't Mark or someone in our group of friends? That I can't.
2: That I don't know. That I don't know.
0: We'll I, I can't answer it. that. Um, I did not mark off Celeste, but we did vote no on it. Daxter. I'm a no at this point. Dexter dies today. I'm afraid.
2: I'm gonna say yes. He's gonna that, die in my arms. That is perfectly fine,
0: but we're <laughs> we're at the drop oh. heads point. Melgesal, Peacewalker. I'm still I go, a yes. I...
2: <sighs> fucking. I left the window open. Dexter got out, and I look outside. He's just in the fucking mouth <laughs> of some coyote.
1: <laughs> oh my god, Dexter. I'm a no for Peacewalker.
2: We're just know. not
0: going to get a PSP game on here. That's absurd, guys. I'm currently mourning
2: Daxter and burying a fucking hole no, for him. But,
0: don't fucking but no me. one Crap. in their right mind would have had Daxter on the list. Plenty of people.
2: How dare you say that to me as these lies bleeding
1: I, in I my I think arms. if
0: we have any, any PSP fans here, they're going to be furious about this Peace Walker snub.
1: I think the best
3: place right. to play he, Peace he Walker is on, is on the PSP. I'll change my vote.
0: Wait, what did you say, Peter?
2: I will bring him back to life. in a way I wish I All could right. have for Daxter, but not well, for long. Because I do. Because th- you keep bringing up the point of a PSP
0: game, and Peace I think Peace Walker it's moves on for the time being. Barely. Um.
2: Is. It's in the wild.
0: Brain Age. I still vote yes. I don't think I'm gonna get it past this point though. I'm wow. voting yes as well. Oh, it's at least in the hunt. Peter.
2: What is your reasoning? What is your reasoning?
1: I think a lot of the more casual kind of games are very strong for handheld, and Brain Age is the kind of game you can kinda of pick up very easily to kind of go. Brain back Age to. came
2: out on Switch though and seemingly no one cared.
1: Well, yeah, but it was it was a bigger deal back in the two thousands. That, that kind of game was very new and very thriving at the time. I think it still has its audience. It's not a front runner of like, oh, this is what people think about when they play I, I'm not Brain saying Age. that,
0: like I, like, I don't we want... think we need another Brain Age, but Brain Age was very big for its time.
2: Mm-hmm. But I yeah, feel like not... every other game on this list that's so far been solidified as the top 10 are still played to this day in Seminaration, are still very popular. They are considered one of the best because they had that longevity, because they continued to thrive and survive and evolve. Whereas Brain Age was massive on DS, it went away for years, it came back on Switch, and seemingly no one gave a fuck.
1: How many people are still playing Metal Gear Solid Beast Walker?
3: Oh, well, how many people
1: are still playing Street Pass? Oh don't say Peter's right you're right, Owen. Peter's argument is flawed. We have to think of something else. There's a different way to go about this.
0: We we did not see an article in the last week about like the last person playing Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now I want to put a pin in this conversation for later that I will be going to PAX and I will have my 3DS on and I will report. How many uh, how many street passes I get at I a gaming am, convention? I am in very
0: interested to hear about that. And it, honestly, you should like pitch that article to an outlet and just write it because that
1: would be good.
3: <laughs>
1: um, I don't know if they'll take it. They'll be like, "We don't want an article from someone who went to a convention during." Oh yeah, yeah. You'll actually get blacklisted. Um. Mm-hmm, exactly.
0: Where are we at? I just did Brain Age, and it. Did it move on? Did it move on to being in the hunt? I think so. It did. We, you and I, voted yeah, for
2: it. yeah. I couldn't. You guys couldn't convince me yet so far.
0: So much as a memory problem. Like I wish I had, uh, brain age mechanics in my memory bank, but I just don't at this point. Hades, I'm a yes.
1: Yes, I uh, want no. this to be a lock. Honestly, I'm a
2: no, and I don't see myself changing my mind. It's not locked to handheld. It's just not.
1: I think I think as we move on, there won't be any games that are locked to handheld other than the fact that like they are good to play on the go. Like I I think we well, kind of what have,
2: the fuck kind of list is
1: this then? It's what it makes a great game to play on the go. I mean the right, the, the technicality of handheld is yeah. evolved. I, so I, I think there are plenty Close of Switch. games that not
0: I... locked to handheld that we we could have even mentioned, like I think we cover it with uh Animal Crossing, but I'm surprised me and Mark neither of us thought to bring up something like Stardew Valley. Like that's obviously a good handheld game. Mm -hmm. Um
1: I think so too. But Animal Crossing, I think, is like you said, just the I I do think
0: uh again, I'm talking about different eras and me specifically wanting representation. There should be representation for the modern indie era of handheld. It doesn't look like a lot of the other games on this list, but I think it's valid still.
2: Should I have said Shovel it could have Knight been nominated?
0: Earlier? I'm not sure if it would have made it this far, especially since yeah. it's so like mm-hmm. it's such a Mega Man game, pretty much. Um, okay. but it could have been nominated. We give it we give it its <laughs> credit. Uh, belatedly, uh, Phoenix Wright. I think I'm I'm gonna continue to no. be a yes.
3: Oh come
2: on, Owen!
1: Yes. I'm gonna fight super if hard. If I said
2: sure. yes, it would be a lock. You think Phoenix Wright is a lock?
1: Oh, for sure, absolutely.
2: For top ten no games of all time. Phoenix
0: My only Wright. problem. We need to have some. My problem is that I don't have much experience with it. I only know a little bit about like the culture around it.
1: I've played the first one. Own Street
2: Pass has more fans than Phoenix Wright.
1: That that I don't know. That I don't know In twenty twenty one when we just got that remake for the two Phoenix or the the I don't know if it was two or three that finally got ported to the States. It's I mean, been a long time coming.
0: Uh in fact, the the main game we, Mark, you saying that the stores are shutting down. I want to get the Phoenix Wright trilogy on my on my three D S.
1: Ah, you can get it on Switch. You can get it on PlayStation, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they've got it in so many places. It came out on Game Boy Advance first and has been brought to so many other platforms since.
0: All right. Uh, Professor Layton, I'm a no.
1: I'm a yes. I'm a no. And it's gone. Phoenix
0: Wright is... I'm fighting hard for Phoenix Wright Link's Awakening, I'm a yes. It's not an excited yes, but it's a yes.
1: What are you saying? Go first.
2: Do we, do we have any other Zelda games no. that are alive right now? I'm going to say yes, then.
1: I kind of want to make this a lock, but now, I want to say no. Like, I, know, I know it deserves I lock, know your heart horrible, wants but... to say
0: no, but we're just going to end up having this conversation again later on if you say no now. When I think we all unfortunately know it's a lock. It All right. I think so. Putting it down. Link's Awakening. Um. Working our way down here. Persona 4 Golden. I continue to be a
1: yes. I'm gonna be a yes also. I'm
2: gonna be a no. It's in the wild.
0: Uh, dogs did that survive?
2: <laughs> I voted no for it. I don't know what Mark I, oh, did. I thought the I voted Nintendogs
0: no. Nintendo's did so. not survive. So did I just not... forgot to cross it off. Metroid Zero Mission.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: I'm not positive if it's a lock, so I'm gonna be a no.
2: In the wild, it goes.
0: We have yeah, here a. We, are, we have buddy. a pretty big. Wild section. Florence.
1: Yes. There's nothing no. else like it here.
2: No. Owen, oh, come on. Let's not waste the time. You know you're not going to say yes, and there's a lot of other games you are got to argue for. Don't let this go.
1: I don't think there are any other... Uh, there don't need this. to be.
0: There don't need to be.
1: I think I think there should be. I think we should recognize it. Florence could be ahead of its time, and I think it could no. be in a sense... Mark, uh,
0: unfortunately, the game that I'm fighting with you for is Hades. And I just know if I were to move this on, it would only be to like just make you a little bit happier today. Uh, but I ju- it's just not going to make the list.
1: I'm sorry. It's a no. That's a no. I think... The last thing I'm going to say here is that our list uh, is not taking enough consideration to a lot of narrative-focused games, and I don't think something like, say, like, oh, uh, especially in an indie realm, something like Gone Home, that's not a good mobile game, but uh, Florence here is made with phones intact. It's all about just kind of the, the simple uh, mechanics of swiping and touching things, and those simple little interactions that kind of progress the story forward and the things that you are doing. Uh, either that, or in the sense we have Phoenix right? where I think visual novels are huge for on-the-go, uh, for, for things people can kind of, like, uh, knock away at. And that's not Florence, per se. Florence, an hour, two-hour game. Uh, but this, this is a pillar of sorts for where handheld and narrative overlap that we should be considering I, for our list. I do I'm think...
0: There's a place for narrative. I'm also gonna continue to be fighting for Phoenix right for that reason. Um, I just i I don't think I can, in good faith, say Florence a game that I've never Attaboy, played. Owen.
2: Um, boy, to this yeah. side.
0: So, I am going to send you the final list with
2: Mark. I'll bury a hole next to Dexter. Don't worry. The I'll left be, is going to be it.
0: locks. And the right is everything else. And on the left for the listener, (coughs) we have Pokemon Red and Blue, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Tetris, Pokemon Go, and Link's Awakening. Does that earn its way into being our top five, or is that just they're all part of the ten?
2: We'll figure okay. that out. We'll figure that out. We and then
0: on the right, right we have Street Pass, Mario Odyssey, Fire Emblem Awakening, Peace Walker, Brain Age, Hades, Phoenix Wright, Persona 4 Golden, Metroid Zero Mission.
2: So four of these have to Let go. Let me
0: double check. Uh, yes, you are correct. I yeah, no, I, I, I just wanted to get my own count. There's nine of these games. Um, I'm just going to say this right now, I need at least one PlayStation game on this list. I need one. I feel like it just needs to be represented.
2: Okay, let's (laughs) get rid of Hades then.
0: Oh.
2: I'm not saying yes to Hades. I'm not doing it. Well,
0: we might be able to get through with two votes on that.
2: (laughs) I know. But I just, when when I think of Hand, best handheld games. Hades is not even invited to the after party. It is nowhere near that world. I don't think Hades has anything to do with the handheld Well, I mean market. it, it I
0: came out it what came is out the handheld market then? switch and PC first. It was a Switch exclusive.
2: Yeah, I know. But when you think like when you think of Animal Crossing, lots and lots of people play their Switch on handheld, and Animal Crossing is a perfect type of game for that aesthetic, for that vibe. I just don't think Hades like man, what an what a great on the go experience. It's made for definitely... on the go. I don't think it is. I think it's much it's similar to Mario Kart. You could play it on the go. I think it's a game that is much better on a home console, on a home TV.
1: I think Hades I, I have at least followed a lot of people that on the Twitter. Like on my lunch break I was easy and it was easy enough to just make an attempt at a Hades run and I was done and I went back to work. Or just like like I, I think you even said to yourself, there Peter, where like Hades doesn't fit into like a uh, handheld market, but I really think that that is like an antiquated idea of what a handheld market is. Uh, uh, I, I think any experience that can kind of be chopped up into small sections that you can take with you are what's important or one of the things that I think are really important to handheld uh, gaming in today's standard. Because there is no designated handheld device anymore that isn't, like, mobile. Uh, But we're not really going too far into mobile outside of Pokemon Go. Uh, And I think if we're looking at experiences that kind of... Just because there's so much on Switch that we could all say is, like, yeah, that is technically handheld. But which of these experiences uh, are the best for there? And if we're not going to take several examples there, because we could... Uh, we could make it a case that so many games that are just on Switch just take up like 90% of this list. But having at least one representation of that uh, I think is important and I think we have Hades here to do that.
0: Um, I really want Hades. The problem I have is not too dissimilar from Celeste in that I did play it mostly docked. And I want to fight for it here. But I... I, From from a personal experience. It does not take
3: away
2: the greatness of Hades. It does not take away the quality of the game. I just think there are other games that are more deserving to be on the top 10 handheld game. Hades will find its place in other lists, but we're only ever doing one handheld game. A lot of these games are only going to find grace on this list.
0: That's fair. I... I really do want the indie representative of, like, the modern
1: indie era, but... Look at the games we have on our list right now. Is... Animal Crossing, Link's Awakening, and Tetris all can be played on consoles.
0: Yes. As well. But...
1: But they are all born on handhelds. Animal Crossing was born on the GameCube, I want to tell you, Fuck. Peter. I,
0: I just think Fuck. Animal Crossing... Fuck is a really good handheld experience that I actually played mostly handheld.
1: Um, I think most people do. Legend of Zelda also. Link's Awakening is no different than other 2D Zeldas. 2D Zelda was born on the NES also. Like That's not that tied to handheld. Just the I also
0: think game is uh, Animal Crossing sold a lot of Switch lights. Only handheld.
1: Yes, it did. Um, it did. I think it's a testament to the game of like uh, how you play it on the go. Granted, people did not get to play it on the go. It was just more. I think handheld games kind of have more personal feels that you kind of have. Um, you're kind of closer to it. Only you kind of touch your handheld console. It's not something that kind of goes around to like the whole household. And something like building your own island on Animal Crossing is like that. I think a lot of Metroidvanias are kind of like that. It's kind of like you're putting your map together. Uh, I don't think something like Link's Awakening. Well, it's already, lock,
0: yeah. uh, it's already a lock, We're wasting our time That's debating true. the locks when we have nine games that we haven't decided on yet. I, I think we can get rid of I Odyssey. really don't. I I don't understand why Odyssey... I think Odyssey is the second best
1: handheld Switch game. I, I don't think that at all. I don't either. I don't think a first party Nintendo game is the best handheld experience. Like I, a lot of the indies I brought up, I think uh, are the best, are some of the best for that because they're more micro. Eh, Odyssey probably is the best handheld experience that is an Animal Crossing, honestly. And so maybe, maybe there's a case here. What if we, because we're, we're pretty far in on time here, uh, we rank the ones in the wild and then we see what overlaps and then. Move from there, see if there's any extra locks that we all agree. Okay, I can do that.
0: I'll list the five games,
1: um, and we'll see what happens.
0: So, uh, well, okay, yeah, five games. If we have any overlap, or
1: well, the ones that have a complete overlap, we'll okay. throw them on the list. And when there's some overlap, that's where we start debating. If there's what, if one person has a game on their list, or it doesn't show up at all. They're,
0: I they're I like this idea. Okay, I don't I've yet. Give me five. a second.
1: Peter, remember me?
2: I'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got, I definitely got my five. I've definitely got mine.
0: I've got four, and I just Mark, need to determine yours? my fifth. I've got three. Alright, yes. We good to go? Peter, you go first. Yep.
2: Street Pass, Awakening, Peace Walker, Persona 4 Golden, Metroid Zero Mission.
0: I have Odyssey, Peace Walker, Phoenix Wright, Persona 4 Golden, and Metroid Zero Mission.
1: I have Street Pass... Uh, Hades, Phoenix Wright, Persona
0: Four Golden, so and Metroid. Persona Four
1: Golden and Metroid move on. They both move on. Phoenix Wright got two votes, right? Yes. Hades and got two Street votes. Pass got two votes. Metal Gear got two votes, right? Yes. Yes, it did. Um.
0: Okay, I'm getting the sense Street Pass feels like a spite vote it feels (laughs) like a spite vote against me
3: no because
2: you always deny the popularity and significance of nintendo games because you don't understand them because they weren't a part of your world so that means they weren't a part of anyone's world or if they were it was the pigs who eat shit out of now
0: this isn't trough eaters. it's just like the very few people had the community that made street pass viable Japan but notice. like we're just so not a part of Japanese culture it's like
2: you're right you're, well, you're right you're right we're, well, American
0: we're right. Americans who have all never been to Japan Baldwin. like I I don't understand why I have to be fighting for whatever the experience of a Japanese 3ds player was
2: but also, I, I say Japan because there was a significant population there who did like it. It was still very popular in North America. Conventions, Street Pass was fucking massive. These defer when it was of it when it was alive when the 3DS was the thing. Street Pass was I saw a 3 dss aplenty a plenty at conventions in the mid 2010s, and there were always people playing Street Pass. People who had never met each other before just constantly going up to each other for Street Pass. It was a massive part of conventions that I went to. When Street Pass comes back on Switch and people lose their fucking minds and you will be the one who says, this isn't popular, you can continue to ride that boat, as Miitopia has already sold over one million Look, copies. do
0: you want Miitopia on the list? Should we add it? No.
2: Well, that's not the one I'm trying to make, Owen. Oh, Miitopia <sighs> has more fans than GTA
0: China Star Wars. Even that probably isn't true, but... <laughs> Yes it is! I just I don't believe it. I wanna see numbers.
2: If Chinatown Wars has sold like one to two hundred thousand and Metopia in a month sold a million units, it's over. Oh,
0: you, it's you, no never, longer got, debate. you never got an exact popular. number on
2: All I could find was it sold eighty nine thousand in its first month, and all Rockstar has said ever since then is Chinatown Wars had disappointing sales numbers
0: um they also said they You've said it was in head. line with expectations yeah. in another article okay what yeah i know no. this is
2: a great podcasting, but i have to make it, it will continue but yeah no gene gta jonathan wars is less than popular than mitobia and that's just the way shit is
0: i just i i really don't think i just don't think street pass deserves to be on this list i don't
2: I'm voting for this to help educate you. I'm because there are so many Nintendo corners that you don't know exist, but are filled with millions of fans, and you will be enlightened, and you will realize how big a deal these games
0: are. Okay, here's an example of just in general niches. You guys grew up in this like Nintendo fan niche. And I'm not saying this niche isn't valid, but it is a niche of the hardcore fans. You cared about every smash reveal. You know about these more one-off games that the average person doesn't know about. And that's great. Maybe you were a part of some Nintendo message boards or Reddit or something. I'm not saying that this fan base doesn't exist, but it's the same thing that I notice with like TikTok nowadays in that you can tell me what your experience with TikTok is and all of the videos you're watching could have a million likes and I'll have no idea what you're talking about.
3: Why
2: oh, don't... I This I feel like we have this debate over and over. Because you podcast.
0: guys grew up together. Oh, and just
2: because you don't know... So, but because you don't know something doesn't mean it's but niche. But you
0: guys grew up together and have incredibly similar opinions on this topic that we constantly argue about and it i just think it's more of a matter of upbringing than it is about like you guys being right versus me being wrong
2: i don't i don't i don't because you always come at this with, oh
1: mark go ahead uh just to counter what Owen said there for the majority i want to say of street pass's lifetime peter and i were not living together so we were not that and does not matter. You guys have like, the same guarantee. fanhood upbringing, but at that point in oh, time, that we, known our in relationship,
2: years before. you have been a part of my life. Yeah, I know, for damn but, Half but
0: it. it's not like you. Have we it. weren't growing up watching Smash reveals in the
1: same bedroom, like. Uh, Uh we we weren't consuming. I feel like the same street pass kind of followings at that point of moving on. At that point, like. Our our perception of Street Pass, I feel like, would be different at that point because they're looking at different things at this at this point in time. I don't know. You get no, oh, you no. Just can't I admit it. I, I just can't really admit just it think wrong, you man. guys come
0: down on the same spot specifically in Nintendo fanhood all the time. And then I come from the average person. Oh, and I
2: would never say Advanced Wars isn't niche. I would never say Advanced Wars isn't niche. I would, like, I just wouldn't. Advance Wars is niche. I look forward to it. I'm happy it's back, but it's niche. I've admitted it before. I don't think Street passes is niche. I think Street passes is way more popular than Advanced Wars, just as an example.
1: I think it's something that was baked in with every 3DS, so everyone had it it's, and the 3DS and it's 76 million units yeah also. it was a very popular console we know uh Japan was really big on it there are hot spots for it where it was very visible here in the states uh they continued to support Street pass throughout the entirety of the 3ds's life cycle it wasn't just like this baked in at launch feature that no one kind of looked at afterwards like it, Street pass would show up in Nintendo directs afterwards to be like hey we have more to say about Street pass now like it it wasn't just like this thing in the background, I don't think. I think there was a, a visible audience. And I feel like to to your to, to be more on your side, yeah, like it is kind of really in the Nintendo realm. Uh, but like the Nintendo realm I feel like is really large. And that's we're talking about handheld space here, and literally I feel like Nintendo just owns the the handheld realm, if we if it's in a realm where we're not talking much about mobile, sure, the PSP and Vita exist, but they're a sideshow. The PSP, I feel like, is like not worth talking about outside of emulation, honestly. Uh, sure, there were some cool games on it, but they ultimately just went to consoles after a while. Like, even Peace Walker, I feel like you, you can play Peace Walker on consoles now. Is it the best place to play Peace Walker? I want to say yes, uh, because. Who has a PSP lying around anymore? I, I don't think there's anything about that version of the game. Well, that besides be having
0: being able uh, to have it handheld, I think that might be better.
1: I mean, I suppose so, but like, I don't know if Peace Walker is a game that thrives in this handheld I mean, environment. From what I know of uh, the
0: what? HD re-release, is it looks empty because it was on a handheld environment and it was blown up, but. You guys get Street Pass if Odyssey and Peace Walker make it through. Yes.
2: No! And? And No,
1: no. This this would finish off the list.
2: Or Mark and I, well, also, Mark and I just shoot down Odyssey and Peace Walker, and you you lose all of your leverage in this situation. You have no power here.
0: Well, do you guys really want Awakening on it? Peter, do you want Hades on the list? I don't. Do you guys want Brain Age?
2: Odyssey's not making it. Odyssey's not making it. Mark, do you want Odyssey?
1: Uh, I did not vote for Odyssey.
2: Yeah, I'll say no right now. All right, Odyssey's gone. It's not not the fucking running anymore.
0: No, because you guys are making ridiculous arguments here. (laughs)
2: Oh, and also, I like the idea that a million, because he's like, if I saw a TikTok had a million likes, I like we live in this world where a million people is niche. Oh, and if a million people liked B and Y, you know how fucking massive Peter, we would be?
0: If you saw a TikTok that saw a million likes, there's like a 20% chance I saw it. That might even be a large percent chance when it comes to TikTok.
2: The world is bigger than No, your no, what I'm saying circle.
0: is that you all get different circles TikTok is just a big amalgamation of circles and your experience on that app will be entirely different from someone else's
2: but that doesn't make it niche that does not make it niche just because not every single person has been exposed to a form of entertainment does not make that niche i looked it up last reported i'm sure it's like it could possibly be higher Last reported, Hades just sold a million copies. That's the last time they've been public with the num- sales figures of Hades.
0: A million. Would you say Hades is niche? Niche, a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service, does not...
2: Whenever you can't back it up, you just go to fucking dictionary.com. Uh, uh, we're going back to
0: the original argument from, like, months ago. Of niche does not necessarily mean small, but it means it caters to a specific audience. I rest my case. <laughs> Phoenix Wright makes it on the list. Uh,
2: yeah. no. <laughs> no, we haven't decided that. All right. Now, okay. Odyssey's gone. So what's left?
0: We have Street Pass Awakening. You are so. Peacewalker, peace walker know. brain age hades phoenix right
2: mark we ruined the episode for owen i hope you know that he's it's ruined he hates this episode no a bit, you you guys do tank
0: list. it with one thing every single time just to go against me you no, do
2: we, you no, do
0: it just happens every list
2: take it we, take it. we make it worse because what? mark and i educate you
1: well, assassin's creed what, 2 what did we tank and t-
2: I still stand by that. <laughs> I still stand by that. And it says it's great I to be know. out a Metal Gear game, and that's what made him mad.
1: I mean, I had to pick one of the two, and I feel like I, I do maybe still stand by Mar- that. Mark, yeah, know, Mark. 20, I mean, I got spited too. Remember League of Legends and Shadow of the Colossus? Like, let's not forget. I, okay. I was spited.
2: I walked out squeaky clean that day. I didn't mark anything. One of time,
0: claimed hits. to think. Into the Spider-Verse was alright just to spite me.
1: There's a history to this. Oh, I, I mean, Oh no, I still think that. I still think it's alright.
2: His my favorite character is Miles' dad. Miles's dad. Yeah. I mean, I
1: like Miles' dad. I, I don't
0: have...
3: I, it's character. a weird
0: choice, but... I mean, that's not the biggest problem I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a problem with the fact that he thinks it's only alright. It's one of my
2: favorite uh, movies of all
1: time. All my friends remind me often that uh I I'm not a good person for thinking Jeez. it's all right. Um What
0: anyway, what are the okay. two vote ones left? Uh I know Peacewalker and Phoenix Wright and Street Pass had two votes. Awakening I didn't vote for. H- Hades did. I, I did not did. vote for Awakening, I did not vote for Hades, I, I did not vote no. for Brain Age. Oh, I did, you not. did
2: not vote for Hades? Then Hades oh. and Awakening, you're dead.
1: Oh no cuz I'm not voting for either of those. Uh, is At Brain end, Age Dead too? Er. Or... I think Brain Age is dead. No. <laughs> wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Let's Our final let's
1: go list. One more time. Let's go over the six one more
3: time.
0: It's Pokémon Red and Blue. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Tetris. Pokémon Go. Link's Awakening. Persona 4 Golden. Metroid Zero Mission. Phoenix Wright: Peace Walker and Street Pass.
2: Awakening deserves to be on this list way fucking more than Phoenix, I, I right? I
1: disagree completely. It was cool for Fire Emblem and Nintendo, but for handhelds,
2: no. I can live with Peace Walker making it. Street Pass made it on though, so we still win, Mark. Uh, we have to rank. To, <laughs> is, is, this, is, this
1: the, is this the rank we want it to be, or do we have to? Re- yeah, yeah, rearrange, let's rearrange it quickly.
0: Crank. We're we're hitting our three hours again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have mine. Should I read mine first? i will golden, at number 10 back. i have street pass nine peace walker eight metroid zero mission seven Link's awakening six persona four golden five phoenix right four animal crossing new horizons three pokemon go two tetris one pokemon red and blue peter your list
2: make one quick adjustment
1: i'll read my list then uh for me number 10 i have peace walker number nine i have Link's awakening uh number eight or i have street pass number seven phoenix right six persona four five metroid four animal crossing three pokemon go two tetris one pokemon red
2: we all have the same top 4 so that's great. Uh for me number 10 Phoenix Wright, number 9 Street Pass, number 8 Metroid Zero Mission, number 7 Persona 4 Gold, number 6 Peace Walker. Number oh actually. Yeah, I'm going to swap that. Number 5 Link's Awakening, number 4 Animal Crossing New Horizons, number 3 Pokemon Go, number 2 Tetris. Which one are you Pokemon swapping? I originally had Animal Crossing as 5 and Links Awakening as 4, but I'm just sw- okay. I'm swapping that. So, Pokemon on Blue 1, Tetris 2, Pokemon Go 3, Animal Crossing After 4. After 1 through
0: 4, four we're all five. in uh we're, we're all over
1: the place. Um
3: Yeah.
1: We should do the point system where our sixth place gets 5 points, seventh place 4 points, etc. Well, et okay,
0: so uh, Fifth place gets um, six points. Uh, okay. Six points, yeah. Pardon okay, me, I forgot so, about that. So uh, now I have to start a whole separate list for tallies.
1: Um, we can just go by title and then we
0: go around and how much points. Okay, they so would get Phoenix writes. I'm giving it six points.
1: At four points from me?
2: Wait, it's a, it gets zero from me.
1: it would get one if it's in tenth. And okay, Mark, you gave it four? Okay, eleven. Yep. that's eleven total.
0: Um, Persona for Golden, I'm giving it... It would be five points for sixth place.
1: Five points for me.
2: It's got four for me.
0: Fourteen. Ooh, 14. Uh, Link's Awakening is getting... Four points for me.
1: Two Six points for, for me. me.
0: Twelve. That's twelve. God damn it, beat Phoenix right. This sucks. Well, uh blame you. You didn't rank it high enough. If I had ranked it one lower. Metroid oh, well, Zero Mission is getting three points for me.
2: Three for me.
0: Six for me. Beat Phoenix right. Oh, uh, And <laughs> it ties with like Peace Walker is getting two for me.
2: Getting five for me.
0: One for me. And street pass is getting one. Two, three. Okay. So hey. our official ranking makes it number one is Pokemon red and blue. Number two is Tetris. Number three is Pokemon Go. Number four is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number five is Persona 4 Golden. Against the odds. Number six. Actually, we have a tie for number six. Tie between Metroid Zero Mission and... What is uh, Link's Awakening? Want to give it to Metroid? Okay, so number six is Metroid Zero Mission. Number seven is... Is Link's Awakening number eight. Is Phoenix Wright number nine. Is Peace Walker, and number ten, Nintendo 3DS Street Pass.
3: Woo! The Let's people go win
2: again. People have won again. I hope
0: you enjoyed this lengthy episode of the BNY Gaming Podcast because I know, I know, I did. I really enjoyed it.
2: We really enjoyed it.
1: We're out to the PSP <laughs> emulator, the best thing that came from the PSP, everybody.
2: I, I I'll miss Daxter I. so much. R.I.P. Daxter.
1: <laughs> he was the best we'll thing see of you all life. next week.
3: Bye-bye. Bye.